0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Once again, we have reached the season finale of another year of trash manga friends. We've made out with spiders, learned to make friends, cured invisibility, and tried a dozen flavors of isekai. 27 mangas and one anime we'll never speak of again. But now the time has come to crown a winner, and a loser. So let the war of opinions begin on that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends and actually most of them were trash but some of them weren't aka the trash manga friends podcast versus road episode 55 the tunnel to summer the exit of trash manga I am your host of forever Sean and I've even put on a tie for this special occasion but I could never do this alone so allow me to introduce firstly our demigod of manga consumption our champion of isekai whose energy levels always put mine to shame it's phil what's up how you doing buddy
1: hi energy levels that rival people everyone
0: (laughs) i can't keep up with this man oh dear have you have you enjoyed the past year
2: Uh, it's been a year
0: has been a year has been a year much like our first year it has been a year
3: i don't know would you say this year's been better or worse than last year just like in an overall feeling sense.
0: As I say in terms of the podcast or in terms of just like life experience, I guess. I mean, I got vaccinated, that was good. <laughs> and I didn't get kidney stones in the past year. That was good. Oh
3: man, the highlights of your year are just top tier.
0: Now, you're laughing. Not getting kidney stones is <laughs> oh, a highlight,
3: no. thank you. <laughs> I'm with you on that, but it's not like oh, I won the lottery this year. It was great. It's like, no, nah, I didn't get kidney stones. I I'm just happy about that. <laughs>
2: I mean, I got COVID that one time. That it's just a high,
3: great. high of all highs. And that's great for you. I, I like that for you. Fantastic.
0: Thank you. But who is that guy? Well, of course, where would we be without our streaming Savan and two-time top speedrunner? Whether he's suffering from character blindness, nothing happens syndrome, or is actually ill for the 50th planned recording session in a row, we still have him dearly. It's my.
3: Okay, I take issue with your with the intros because clearly the half the stuff you're saying about Phil was a joke and everything you said about me was way too real. That is unfair. <laughs> I
0: everything about Phil was real apart from the energy level joke.
3: <laughs> is he the, uh, the master of manga? whatever the fuck you said I don't know.
0: <laughs> wow, one minute yeah, ago like <laughs>
3: expect okay you expect me to remember yes! all of these manga we've put in this year and what you said a minute ago you were,
0: I was gonna, you were about to go you expect you to remember a minute ago and then remembered what the episode was didn't you
3: <laughs> you can't prove that <laughs> so as far as you know no
0: <laughs> well shit it's got me there oh dear. How, how has your past year been buddy
3: it has been okay. It's pretty standard, honestly. I've also got nothing to rave about. I'm just sort of thinking back at um all the stuff you said in your intro there about shit we've done over the last year on this podcast, and I'm just, wow, yeah, we've really read some shit, haven't we? <laughs> that,
2: that, that's kind of the point of the podcast, yeah? It
0: sure is, especially today. I mean, half of it is your fault, because half the time you're like, "We, it's been too nice, Phil, hurt me, Phil, pick oh, us real okay. trash. And I'm there like, all... what do you mean too nice?
3: <laughs> First of all, I said that once. I deeply regretted it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, you yes, you specifically said hurt me once. You have, on multiple occasions, said, we've not read anything really bad for a while.
3: Uh, no, I, I don't regret that, because... You know, every other time, apart from that one last time, it was still kind of funny. <laughs> Whereas, oh, I don't think I've recovered from last episode yet. Oh. <laughs> Takes some time, you know? Takes a toll.
0: Well, sure, I hope you don't have to talk about that again. Later. Yeah,
2: that, that would be awful.
0: It, it would be awful.
2: Oh, man, I hope it's in bracket one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll find Try out. Smash too.
2: cut.
3: <laughs> Smash cut to me endlessly screaming for the next three hours.
0: Ah oh dear Christ, well. So in that case, yes, this is usually the show where three people dissect two volumes of one Trash manga, but for the year-end specials, it's our Trash the Tournament arc time! Much like last year, we'll be pitting all of our year two series against each other, 1v1 in an elimination format, until only one manga, Webtoon, or potentially Manhua, survives and it's crowned not actually trash, alongside solo levelling. And of course, on the flip side, One Series will get the honour of standing alongside Minamoto's story and being the mm. trashest manga friends. Since there's so much to discuss and so much trauma to relive, this will, again, like last year, be a two-parter. So in this first episode today, we'll be covering round one, and then next week, we'll be blasting through the rest of the tournament, including a handful of series that we've through round one, so that the tournament actually works but without further ado if if you two are ready shall we dive into our first matchup
3: would love to this year of course we are we are planning on doing a two-parter whereas last year was some uh, <laughs> hasty editing
0: Not, yeah last year i realized <laughs> two hours into it and i've just finished yeah, round one split this nope. up <laughs> <laughs> So, yes,
3: I am very on board with this. I'm, I'm oh, I, d- really I don't know. We,
0: after the Sword Art Online episode, yeah, we can bang this out in one. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Please, no.
3: we, we shouldn't, but <laughs> we could.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> <But> we won't.
3: <laughs> I, I am, I'm super up for this. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. So. Oh,
0: brilliant. Well, good news. We're going to ease you in as our first series uh, today is a relatively recent one. So one Michael actually remember. I think is the last one. It's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Aww.
2: laughs>
0: oh, that's coming later. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm dreading it.
2: <laughs> not the only thing that's coming.
0: <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, how dare you say such nasty things? Because we're starting off with arguably our most wholesome series, first of all. Shikamori is not just a cutie, a.k.a. Kawaii Daki Janai Shikamori-san. Uh, written and drawn by Keigo Maki. This is ongoing with 12 volumes. Kadansha have released 9 volumes. And the anime is currently airing on Crunchyroll.
3: So, y- you say recent, so I should remember it. Literally
0: episode 52, and this is 55.
2: <laughs> wh- wh- which one was this? <laughs> the stupidly wholesome relationship. Oh,
0: yeah, the one the
3: that one was The one where like, nothing fucking so- happens. <laughs> okay, that's not specific enough. It was the one that was <laughs> so wholesome that it was unrealistic. <laughs> yes, I remember now. That was my, my main memory of this. And I it is a struggle to remember anything that happened in this, is that it really didn't go anywhere. It was very wholesome. And it was like so wholesome that it didn't take any real risks whatsoever in any direction. It was a bit of a, a bit of a bland nothingness. And I feel like I said something to the effect of it felt like the Amake for a different manga or a different anime. You in
2: fact, did say exactly that.
3: Yeah. So that, that's pretty much what it felt like. It felt like it was the, the, the short, fun part after an otherwise serious episode of something else.
0: Yeah, we surmised because we discovered the magazine it ran in, which is alongside... Uh, it won't be in this year because it was year one, but Nagatoro was mm-hmm. in there as well. And we're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense as a tonic in a magazine. But when you're trying to read like two volumes worth for a show, God, it... it it's not even that like it dragged, it was just there's so there's so nothing to grab onto that it's like, the first 12 or so had fuck all to them, and then the latter 12 had fuck all to them.
3: <laughs> but in a different way.
0: <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is if a four coma can tell a story in four panels, then in four pages, Shikamori should be able to.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. Like, I remember at some point we read a four coma this year, and I remember that told a lot more story than this did.
2: Because that had a very specific story it wanted to tell, to be fair, whereas this yeah. is just very much a romancy slice of life.
3: Well, that's the thing. I remember even slice of life. I dislike slice of life. I don't think that's a secret. But even those, they tell more of a story. There's more development than this. Like, there's more things that happen. <laughs> like I, I, I love to say nothing fucking happens but really nothing happens in this. Like individual events, sure. But like the biggest drama of, or the biggest plot point of an episode is someone nearly fell down the stairs. Didn't actually fall down the stairs, but they nearly fell down the stairs.
0: I mean, I I think as we highlighted the episode, like Mike loves to say that nothing fucking happens. And usually uh, me and Phil will be like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. (laughs) But this was the one where I was like, no, no, I'm fully on board with it. Nothing. In the two volumes we read, nothing, nothing.
3: I actually feel like you're the one who said nothing fucking happens this time. I might well
0: have been, but that was more (laughs) because I'm aping you. (laughs)
3: Yes, (laughs) fair, fair. But yeah, it's like, yep, that was a thing. It was very fluffy. It was very cute, definitely. I remember the art being at least serviceable, quite good. And uh, yeah, but it was a thing. It was just kind of dull and unrealistic. I also remember that we were in the episode and it was like, oh, we're actually done talking about this now. Uh-oh, <laughs> it's only 10 minutes in. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd never pad, but we weren't oh, making jokes no, early on. No. We were out of things to talk about. It's like, yeah,
3: like, you were literally out of plot points by, like, 10, 20 minutes in. Like, no, we
0: were out of plot points when I hit record. <laughs> like, yes, there weren't any.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I also remember that, and I, pro- I still feel this way, that if this was the... The easing tonic between two more serious things, like sandwiched between a couple of other more serious stories, then yeah, I could see this being a, a pleasant read. But as like a standalone thing, absolutely not.
2: So I, I think it does have a bit of a rocky start. In a in, in a sense, like I wouldn't say it's a bad start. It's just you know you do you do get more interconnected stories, more characters, character development stuff.
0: By which you mean you get interconnected stories and And characters characters.
1: (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, the only issue is
3: with that and like i totally believe you and i totally believe that this writer or this mangaka they i totally believe they could actually pull this story together and do something with these characters because what they've done so far is not bad at all it's just it takes you over two volumes to get into it
0: the fact it's got an anime means touch words i would assume there is a story it'll get to
3: yeah, so it's just that as a standalone product, it takes you how many chapters or like 30-ish chapters? More
0: than we read.
3: Yeah, to like get going. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a bad time. Unless you are literally expected to pick up and read this in the middle of its run, then yeah, that's, uh, that's a no from me, dog, in general.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, do you want to know what it's up against? Oh, God, tell me. Oh, baby. So, fighting this, back from episode 42, you are double a a.k.a. Kibiwa rei, rei Hachi. Written and drawn by Sion Matsuena. This is ongoing with 18 volumes, although it's not been licensed, and there's no anime. This was during our fan service phase around Christmas time, I believe, where we did <laughs> several of these long. in a row.
2: <laughs> I'm staggered it's not had an anime in some ways.
3: No, I've not. <laughs> this was the dumb secret agent with tiger yes. katanas, wasn't
0: it? Yes. Fucking hell, this thing was stupid. Yes. And very provocative posing at all times. <laughs>
3: Unnecessary provocative posing. I, th-
2: I think that was the big thing, wasn't it? It's like, for the most part, I wouldn't say it had... It was just that one character, the female character, specifically, of obviously. Where it's just like, excuse me, while we just draw like a full panel, scantily clad breaking her spine pose or whatever. For no reason. The one
3: that clearly made an impression on me, because I remember it, was she was in a fight scene of some sort, like some sort of training fight, and she was standing on her hands, upside down, with her legs splayed out in two different directions, and so you could see the outline of everything on this person. And that was considered to be, like, the combat move that ended the fight.
1: <laughs> it was
3: so fucking stupid. I could not really tell what was going on. I just remember, like, everyone in the scene, like, oh, my God, that was amazing. It's like, what?
0: The main thing I remember from the combat is with the ties, because they they're super special spies, so they had super special armor. So in order to beat that, I cut you slowly enough that it goes through, but fast enough so that it still hurts. And I'm like, just get out.
3: Yeah, like their super special secret spy armor that looked like school uniforms.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then here's one of the teachers who's just a rabbit.
3: This is just a, rabbit. <laughs> just a rabbit yeah it's fucking weird
0: it was, it was so weird. oh it's all coming back to me now and how they were like oh you want like we've blackmailed you so you're forced to go to our school because we made all the other schools fail you you want to know about your family you've got to come and suffer through here for the next 20 years and then maybe you'll have a clearance level high enough
3: extorted this kid yep yeah. kidnapped him effectively in a very creepy way because they had like everything prepared for him and like they did research into him to find out what he likes. I'm like, oh. well, I mean,
2: they're spies. That part yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not saying they couldn't
3: much. do it. I'm not saying it's unbelievable. I'm saying it's creepy. Creepy as shit. The whole thing's creepy as shit. And then there's the part where, like, no, nobody dies during training but you have the ceilings that crush people and the... Oh god, yeah. And they threw a bunch of unconscious people off a cliff into a raging rapid river.
2: Okay, I've got <laughs> I've got nothing about that part but the ceiling one, from what I remember, the floors would fall away yes i
3: remember we discussed that as well but
0: you know nobody ever gets trapped between them they don't get killed they just get put in an electric chair and have their memories it's
2: The shadow realm <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah there's a whole bunch of shit in that and i also remember they just never used the katana ties like ever like, they put such a big deal on it and no one ever fucking used them they didn't even show them like practicing or training with them it was all stupid
0: it's all about the tits mike
3: it was all about the tits they had to get through a minefield to even get in the building. After climbing over a very
2: conspicuous, very wall. tall wall,
3: <laughs> super secret location, but it's super conspicuous because yeah. it's this huge, tall, smooth wall all the way around with a single vending machine leaning against it.
2: There's something I remember from another series, which was um, I know Mike's gonna love it. Alice Academy.
3: Yeah, that's the one. Gaku and Alice. I
2: actually do remember that. And I th- think it was you. It was just like it's just not believable. How could they keep this place secret from the world? And it's like <laughs> I feel that with this series and those walls. Because
1: I mean, why not? going to be
2: like, why the fuck are there like fifty foot high walls yeah. just encircling this?
0: Place? Like, if, if I'm walking around and I see like the Attack on Titan set somewhere, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, that's normal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's always been there. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking dumb like at least this thing has the advantage of eliciting emotion.
0: <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> is that the standard for this face-off?
3: <laughs> I, I kind of is, yeah, because Shikimori just is like dull as shit. <laughs> Whereas this one is like, I at least I hate it.
0: <laughs> you know? Is that the message you wanna give out? Like this nice wholesome relationship? Nah, no, fuck that. It's all about a girl posing like she's standing on a fan with a <laughs> Close a Kimbo while the (laughs) protagonist is hanging out a window clinging for his life
3: after being like blackmailed into staying yeah and us treating it like that's totally normal (sighs) okay by all rights I would say that the Shikimori is a better manga here we go but But at least Kimiwa 008 at least it like, elicits emotion. It's like, you can hate-read that thing, you know? You pig. <laughs> I don't even give a shit about the fan service. Like, I <laughs> I seem to remember, as fan service goes, it wasn't even good.
0: I mean, I would argue, as fan service goes, it's never really good, but, um, you know. Sure,
3: sure. But I don't even give a shit about it. It's the... I just remember how much there was stupid about 008 and... Man, I I find it tough to remember Shikimura, even though we read it, like, what, three or four weeks ago? What episode was uh, Kimiwa? wa 008.
0: 42.
3: Yeah, so that was, like, a decent chunk ago.
0: Uh, November, December time.
3: Yeah. Like, that was, like, a while back now, so... And I remember this fairly clearly, just because of how dumb it was. Like, clearly it left an impression. (laughs) Whether that's a good thing or not is up for debate, but it left an impression.
0: As I say, so am I taking that as your vote, Mike?
3: Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I think I am. I-, I hate that I am. I really do. I would love it if Shikimura was just better. <laughs> than I do- would, but yep, Kibu R008, that's. Ugh. I hope it doesn't get through the next round, but <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> just, I
2: feel like this is grand blue all over it again. It kind
3: like... of is, yeah. I- I didn't like that either. <laughs> like, I, that's because I don't shit. even remember
2: what it was up against. But you're like, no, no, Grand Blue takes it, <laughs> and it's like, Mike, you hate Grand Blue.
3: I know. That's how much I hate the other thing, <laughs> whatever it was. Go back and listen to Tournament Arc One to find out. I guess uh,
0: my vote will be going to Shikimori. I despise fan service series in almost all their forms, where it's just, oh no, I've fallen in a provocative pose mainly because back when I watched the first episode of Everything in Anime, I had to deal with this so many times. I developed just a pure hatred for that genre because it's the <laughs> laziest type of bullshit. I thought you were going to say I developed a fetish for it. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, no. No, because in Mike's words, I just watch porn. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> so my vote, uh, even if it wasn't the best story, it was very wholesome, hashtag relationship goals. And I'd much rather go for that than don't mind me while i just prop my boobs up in this very provocative pose for no reason while this random owl that has no purpose to whatsoever just hangs around
3: oh yeah that was a thing as well
0: yes yes it was
3: god that manga was stupid
0: yep and that's the one you've championed so apparently so but that's the choice now you have to pick do you you want dummy fic or dummy cute i guess or just dumb
3: (laughs) (laughs) wow whose choices are you validating
2: (laughs) Oh, uh, th- th- this isn't difficult at all. It's it's Shikimori. Oh, okay. I-, I didn't have as much of a problem with it as you guys did. I I like it. It say one of the nicer relationships I've ever seen in manga. If only by virtue of it is so unrealistic, I guess. But hey, don't let that stop anything.
3: You know what? I'm I'm happy to lose this round. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'd, I don't regret my decision, but <laughs> that thing was shit.
0: So, for our next round, firstly, we have a Shonen Jump alumni in World Trigger. Uh, written and drawn by Daisuke Ashihara. Uh, this is ongoing. Uh, I'll
2: pick whatever the other one is.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't took on to that yet.
2: I, I don't care.
0: Wait for it. <laughs> Before you know you've just picked Kiss Excess. Uh, so this is ongoing, 24 Ooh. volumes, uh, 23 of those are done by Viz. There's 99 episodes of anime, all available on Crunchyroll, as well as a Vita game and another game which is on mobile and Vita. This was covered back in episode 48. Phil, you appear to have opinions on this one.
2: It, it was all right. Like, I'm, I'm shitting on it. Yeah,
0: you've u-turned you on it, these fine. opinions
1: quite fast.
2: No, I'm, I am playing it all, as the kids say. I just remember, like, even in the episode, we were just like, it's fine. Like, it's not the next Bleach or Naruto or One Piece or whatever.
3: It was desperately trying to be the next Bleach.
2: But the big problem was, what was the point of the main character? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was very much a case of, there's two main characters, and there's the actual main character, and then there's the one who's on the front of the manga and that you remember.
3: Yeah, so this was the the manga... That tried to do like a kind of Pacific Rim esque thing, where but like animified. So it like I mean,
0: Pacific Rim anime. Yeah,
3: yeah it's kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like instead of giant robots, like the uh, monsters invading from another dimension, reality, whatever. But instead of giant robots, they had people with fancy swords and science magic powers. They fought them with triggers. Triggers. Yes, that was it
0: you're saying all of this and my brain's trying to remember which is fun because i picked this originally because it was me and mike were going to do a month from shonen and uh, i was like i want to pick something big and i've read world trigger and i couldn't remember what happens and we only did this like a few months ago and i'm still struggling to remember what happened
2: all i remember is mike just dropping that little tidbit <laughs> of
3: yeah the nomenclature the
2: Oh, God. Oh,
0: God, it's come back. uh, The the,
3: the the dodgy nomenclature,
2: which I hope
3: was a translation fail, but I don't think it was.
0: Well, bear in mind, I'm pretty sure what we ended up reading was essentially matching what the viz terms are, so I'm going with no. That's how it is.
2: I don't think there was necessarily anything malicious going on. It's just, it, it was just one of those ones where it's just like, oh, no, when you put all these. <laughs> things together, this seems very xenophobic.
3: <laughs> very xenophobic, yes, because the bad guys were called neighbors, the good guys were called Border Patrol or something, and they there was other terms as well, but those are like the two main ones. And they tried to build a wall to keep them out. <laughs>
2: They they surrounded a wall where they thought all the yep. neighbors came in.
3: Yep, yep. Except they managed to get yep. yep. Yeah, that was the
2: big plot point. I was is like, oh no, the neighbors are appearing
0: <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs>
2: elsewhere, yeah. they're getting past the wall.
0: And then they're like, oh, it's happening because of these bugs. And then in two pages, they've gotten rid of all the bugs.
3: Oh yeah, totally. Like, ah! But like the neighbors actually look a lot like us, but we only see them as monsters.
0: <laughs> all right, I hear like. <laughs> Like, the main character... Like, the actual main character...
3: Yes. the is, for is main neighbor. character. Yeah. Okay, so, yes, this only happens when you just start thinking about it a bit too hard. But when something isn't very good, that's what you start doing. You start noticing this shit.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't have the... It doesn't really have cool fights like a lot of... No, really. You know, the good shonens do. And outside of, you know, cool neighbour human kid McGee, none of the characters are really... Interesting.
2: So that was one of the other things, wasn't it? Like the supposed main character, supposedly, yes, was like a trainee or something, and they give trainees like the trainee weapons, but they're not allowed to use them.
3: No. And so he tries to like actively save people's lives, like quite gallant and sacrificing, and he gets shit on for it. (coughs) Even though it was extreme circumstances, it wasn't like he ran into the danger zone or anything. It
2: It was like the thing literally appeared there. What was he supposed to do? not fight it
3: yeah like not try and save people that's literally his job <laughs> so, yeah it was real stupid like there was a lot of just dumb shit and when they figured out that the actual main character even though he wasn't the actual main character when they figured out that he was one of these neighbors they go from we must kill him to let's get him on side like super fast like make up your goddamn minds guys
0: <laughs> i feel pretty sure the ending was go kill him or get, yeah, exactly. get his black trigger or whatever it was go get his super special trigger
3: and I remember it had like all of it wasn't an isekai but it had like all the isekai trappings as well so like stupid ranking systems that don't actually mean anything when you think about it too hard and like levels of power and oh we've got this mysterious thing that even though you're weak it makes you really strong that's just stupid just a bunch of that shit it was just
2: very generic by the end of it it, it was a generic ass show
3: yeah, like didn't have any like the subtlety or the like the stylistic choices. It was just generic as shit.
0: It's very much a bland sci-fi showdown that somehow managed to punch way above its power level. But uh yeah, so what what will have what will get to fight will trigger? What has Phil given his automatic pass to? From episode 34, So I'm a Spider, so what? Kumo Desuka Nanika Written by Okina Baba, art by Asahiro Kakashi. This is ongoing with uh, 11 volumes of the manga, 16 volumes of the light novel, as well as uh, the original novel version and a spin-off. The impressive have licensed it, 10 volumes of the manga and 13 volumes of the light novel available, and the spin-offs. And you can watch the anime on Crunchyroll, 24 episodes. My choice from the summer of Isekai, so thank you for your vote, Phil. It's very appreciated.
2: You know what, I don't necessarily regret yeah, choice. I, I, I kind of... <laughs>
3: doubt he regrets it like
2: so this I, I know obviously at the time in the episode there was a lot of shitting on it particularly on my part because i rarely get to shit on things
1: <laughs> yeah
3: because normally you're defending your choices
2: it's, it's less i'm defending the choice it's more like normally i've got to be the one who's like no no you can't just <laughs>
0: Phil, you're allowed to shit on things. So, like, you don't have to defend the direct you choose. But, um, but yeah, this was part of our summer sky where it was, I brought Spider and Phil brought Slime, which we'll get to later.
2: Also, interesting note, this bracket is both Sean choices.
0: Oh, Christ, it is. Yeah, well... Ugh,
2: nepotism at its finest.
0: Well, not really, because I want one of them to lose and I, I want was, one I of them to win. to say, like, <laughs> nepotism would
2: be ensuring they didn't fight each other, I think.
0: Yeah, everyone has a favourite child. <laughs> 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 yes, although I must admit, because this was the first time I'd read the manga version of My Favourite Child and discovered that the anime doesn't matter, because the anime brings forward a lot of stuff. But yeah. the manga doesn't, so it's just the spider... And I love her, but boy, you two, like, rightfully pointed yeah. out. <laughs> this is
3: the isekai of a person who wakes up as a giant fantasy
0: spider monster. No, no, as a little fantasy spider. She's smaller than the humans of that world. Like, the Ma- mama spider's massive.
3: I just remember there was a lot of really interesting stuff with this. Uh, a lot of interesting ideas, like the matchy like, learning how to use their new spider powers and stuff. and. Learning how to survive and yes, shit like that. Yes,
0: praise it more. Yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of really
3: nice stuff, and there was a bunch of dumb
0: shit as well. No,
1: <laughs> I,
2: think, I think the big issue you and I had with it, Mike, was while the series did constantly be like, "Ah, no, they're under threat and gonna <laughs> die," yeah. they they just always,
1: always won. Yeah,
2: always came out not necessarily unscathed, but. There was never any real danger, it felt like. Like, you never the believed point. they would lose a fight, yeah.
0: Yes, this was one of the big debates. episodes the episode where you two said that, and I'm highlighting, that's every manga. And you're like, no, especially in this one. I'm like, no, not really. I yeah, do think especially quite in this one. <laughs> obviously,
2: you know, <laughs> plot armor is a thing. We're not expecting Naruto to die. We're not expecting Luffy to die or whatever. With the exception of Goku, we expect Goku to die. Yeah, Goku always. Dies. But that means nothing in that universe. That's so. <laughs> irrelevant in Dragon Ball.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, my point was not. I am fully aware that plot armor is a thing, and I accept it. And yeah, you don't want your characters to just up and die, and you left feeling like you got robbed of a story. Obviously not. But the trick of writing is supposed to be that it like tricks you into thinking that it is possible. Like, oh, is this the kind of story that would do that? and then when you don't even have that delusion going forward, then why get attacked? To be fair,
0: I don't even think we get to the part where it actually jumps the shark. I think that's volume three off the top of my head.
3: <laughs> that's not better, because at the end of volume two, she takes on, like, a horde of
0: things, and is
2: fine. Oh, the, the fucking monkey things yeah.
0: She commits genocide of a species, pretty much. Don't get me wrong, batch jumping the shark. I hate that.
3: Yeah, so they, they just can't help it. They needed to, like up the ante more and more and more, and they do it too fast, too soon. Like, I'm fully willing to believe that this Spider character could eventually take out that many people, but you don't get to cry weakness at the same time. (laughs) You just don't. That's not how it works. And that's what makes the whole thing, like, it somewhat ruins it. Like, it fundamentally, like, puts a negative spin on the whole thing. Although, having said that, there's also a lot of, like, really good stuff in it. Like, a lot of interesting ideas. A lot of stuff that you don't see another isekai manga
0: that was the thing for me comparatively it's not as bad power wise as a lot of some we will cover in later and down the line like a lot of isekais make it very clear from chapter one this person's a god which i never, i never felt spider did i know you two disagreed but i never felt spider no
3: i never no i didn't think that she was a god that was the problem <laughs> the problem was i did not think she was a god it did they? A, a good way of describing that she is a the weakest in this world. She may survive, but she is very, very weak. So then when she does these overwhelming, unrealistic, quote-unquote, things, it becomes just, it takes you out of it. It takes you out of the moment, because it makes you think so like, oh.
2: Yeah, for, for me, the big thing was just the frequency of which they were happening more than yes, anything. Yes, like,
3: that too. It was every chapter.
2: <laughs> if it was just like, you had one or two instances like, oh no, here's this big, scary thing that should very reasonably steamroll over Rita, whatever. But somehow, random bullshit works. You know, she does the spider thing and kills it somehow. I don't know, don't care. I'd be like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. The suspension of disbelief is still there. But because it's happening like every other chapter, yeah. it's just like, oh, look, here's the thing. I, I don't care, she's going to kill him. Two chapters.
3: Like, it sets the status quo as someone who's going to win every confrontation without a huge amount of effort. So why would you believe otherwise? Having said that, it is far more interesting than World Trigger. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, my, my advice for Spider is always watch the anime. But yeah, uh, I, I spoilers, shot gasp. I picked the one I actually wanted to win. It's 1v1 with slime as opposed to the series I picked on here because <laughs> it's the most forgettable in I've ever done. So uh, my vote is Spider.
2: Yeah, I think I'm probably going to vote Spider as well. Like,
0: I'm curious here because I know this, like, obviously you weren't like, you prefer Slime to the Spider, but like, you were also like, to eh, so this, okay, I might go back to this. Have you? Did, did you read more Spider?
2: If I have, I've definitely not kept up to date with it. I don't, I don't think I. I might have read a little bit more. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. But yeah, it, honestly, like, wouldn't object to reading more in any case. Like, I was not offended by it by any means. And like, yeah, honestly, I I can believe it's probably got some good stuff going for it later on. I think that is sort of the other thing as well Is like those first two volumes, it really, they just feel like, okay, we've established what's happening very generally with the main character and sort of how the world they live in works. But then... Just not much else really happens beyond. It's just, it's, it's just like, oh no, there's a thing trying to eat me. Oh no, there's a horde of things trying to. eat meat.
0: Yeah, yeah. As I, they, I was surprised they didn't mention because there are a whole host of other, car- like human other characters in that series that, that that doesn't even get to in those first two volumes. But sure. And Mike.
3: At the beginning of this manga, she finds an egg. She keeps <laughs> it for a while, and it goes nowhere.
0: Nope.
2: I forgot about the egg. Yeah, I just remembered it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it she loses it cuz humans run her off with fire and then in the context of what you've said doesn't come back.
3: <laughs> I'm still voting for the spider one. <laughs> cuz while I don't think that world trigger is bad. I don't I don't think it's bad. It's not offensive as one of the way we like to say it. It's not terrible. It is just very generic. And I do think it could stick around for a long time cuz when Something I mean, is, is just that g- when something when something is just that generic, you can just build whatever the fuck you want on top of it. You could turn it into a dating sim manga later for all you care. Like it wouldn't matter. You could do anything. And so it's not bad. And I totally get it. And if you're a fan of it, I get it too. But uh it's just dull. It's just I feel like Spider is just the more interesting one because while it does have a lot of the generic Isekai tra- trappings in it, it tries to do something different. And that's a rarity. And I applaud it for that alone. So I think it was always going to win because of that point alone. But on top of that, on top of that, man, World Trigger so generic. That's like, it's miles ahead.
0: Well, you're ready to go from one Shonen versus Isakai to another Shonen versus Isakai?
3: <laughs> oh boy, am I?
0: Brilliant. You better be, mate, because uh, we're opening up this next batch with Claymore by Norihiro Yagi. Finished at 27 volumes, all of which are licensed by Viz. Uh, You can watch the 26-episode anime on Funimation, and there's also a DS game. This was Mike's choice for our shonen end of year stuff. Best
3: best manga ever. Best manga all years.
0: But you didn't buy this.
3: Uh, uh, That's not relevant. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not buy this, and I did not go back and reread it. Like I said, I might... Oh, no.
0: well, I thought you said you might watch the anime. I think, yeah,
3: possibly. I didn't do that either. I haven't found oh, well. the time. Shock, but, gas. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's still a thing I'd be prepared to do. I just haven't yet. Yeah, because this is the one with the female, all female specifically, Witches, <laughs> essentially. It ha- just so happened to come out roughly the same time as Witcher season two, which is a pure coincidence on our part, but the comparisons were apt. It was a stoic person. Walking around killing monsters for money. It was the same monster over and over, but it was monsters killing monsters for money.
0: Cleaving them heads in two. Yes. In very Cleaving them in fashion. twain.
3: Yes. Very graphic, and they used ridiculously oversized swords, and they had like magical demonic healing powers, and they were vastly misunderstood by the general populace.
0: And to Phil's enjoyment, they had stupid sidekicks. They did have stupid sidekicks. <laughs>
2: The pointless
3: sidekick. <laughs> was the it.
2: It, I don't mind stupid sidekicks. It was the fact that this one was just irrelevant.
3: As much as I'd love to, I can't I can't defend the sidekick character, where Raki, I think his name was.
0: I, I hope you remember this was your choice.
3: <laughs> it's a vague memory at best, but
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it was
3: annoying because he it's so hard to defend that guy. He's just there and like he's He even specifies what his purpose is and then is immediately told that his purpose is purposelessness.
2: Isn't it also like, obviously he's introducing chapter one when we're finding out about everything and then she leaves the town because, you know, her job is to go town to town, fight the demons, whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go after all, whatever. And you're like, all right, yeah, he's going to show up at some point and he shows up like the next chapter, chapter after.
3: See, that part doesn't bother me as much as it does you. It really is the fact that he sticks around and she doesn't, biggest air quotes ever, want him around. And she says, oh, don't worry, I can be your chef because you're bad at cooking. I was like, yeah, okay, that's a reason to stick around. And then we find out immediately afterwards that she doesn't need to
1: eat, really.
2: I think we said at the time, like, it wouldn't be too bad if he was wanting to learn to fight or something and then, or like he went and gathered Information for her,
3: yeah, because the claymores are so like misunderstood and feared that they can't just walk around most of the time.
2: But I mean, if we find out, that's kind of irrelevant. Claymores have demon spider sense, so they can go. There's a demon near here, and it's probably this guy. So I'm just going to cleave his head off. And oh, look, I'm wrong. Good job. Something I don't think we talked about in the episode, and something I've thought of on reflection. It kind of feels like it's trying to. Like, it's trying to be a bit Berserk-like.
3: Entirely possible. I, I've not actually read Berserk, but, like, yeah, no, I, I can definitely see the inspirations here. Except, you know, it's not a big, beefy man. It's a slightly beefy woman.
0: I mean, it's, it's a female-led shonen slash siden, which is, you know, a rarity. The
3: fact that she's female doesn't really come into it. Like, they don't play it for fan service or anything
0: no don't uh, like don't get me wrong i think she showers once in a waterfall she that's does about yeah. It. but yeah no I'm, I'm perfectly happy about that it's just it's such a rarity it is nice to see something
3: and i weirdly remember that the shower scene in particular actually does lend to character development because her trying to like shower off the blood and guts
0: right there's a lot of blood on both sides like she does get beat up quite often
3: yeah like Usually she's not great because other people
0: are being stupid
3: yeah, that happens a lot. Like the her real problem is that she gives a shit about other people.
2: Those fucking <laughs> who are idiots. God. Yeah,
3: because in the latter latter part of it, it's like a weird mystery who done it kind of thing in a cathedral.
0: It's a mystery who done it in a cathedral with the least satisfying answer possible. <laughs> yeah. It was the corpse all along. Of it course. it was none of
3: them. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> thanks, buddy.
3: It's just the weirdest manga to have a whodunit it in. Like, you established very early on that uh, she walks up to a town, cleaves a monster in half, moves on with life. Then in, like, the second volume, they just decide, wait, no, this is a murder mystery now. Which doesn't even get finished in the second volume. Yeah, like, it, uh, we finished the second volume on a cliffhanger. It's, like, it's just a bit sort of an odd choice.
2: I do think that was, like, one of the complaints we had, wasn't it? It was, like, it was two volumes, but really it could have, been condensed down a bit and
0: you were you were very insistent yeah that it could be cut down you hate chapter two with a passion
2: (laughs) oh yeah chapter two was just a repeat of chapter one yeah like
3: i'm not saying it's a flawless thing but i I, it does get better later but that's not what we're discussing here i think there was a few missed steps absolutely in like the plot and stuff and the little bit of logic they had to bend in order to get that weird plot to work does ruin it a little bit in the early days. But concept and world building and everything that they else they do is actually very good.
2: let say that. I remember one of the things we all thought was like really cool. I'm going to call it a black card. I don't remember exactly what it was. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. It was a black card, yes.
2: But like in, inside the hilt of all their claymores was a black card which has a unique sigil on it and when they are about to lose to their demon DNA and become a demon, mm-hmm. they send it to one of the other Claymores so they can die an honourable death in battle against one of their fellow Claymores. And it's like, yeah, that, that's a really cool, interesting idea. Except I think you told us never comes up again.
3: I believe it never comes up again. I could still be wrong about that, but I'm fairly certain it never comes back
0: yeah it's just frustrating to have like that's a cool idea it never comes back but uh here are all the yoma and they all look exactly the same oh wait this one's got wings but you know we won't really address that because she just impales it and (laughs) then there we go
3: yeah like there is not a lot of variety in the enemies in this at least in the first part and again you do get more variety later but yeah like here's the thing i like this one but i get the i get the drawbacks to it absolutely so it's fine
0: but uh how will it do against its opponent, which is our one and only Manhua? Battle Through the Heavens, aka oh, oh, yeah, Dopo Kankion. <laughs> oh, it wins. Written <laughs> by Tian Kan Tudo, uh, art by Renziang. This is ongoing with 923 episodes Quackal. in this version. <laughs> There's a, I think, like web novel or light novel version on web novel, which has 1,646 chapters that you can read. There is a 73-episode anime, but you can't stream it, and a 45-episode live-action series of some version of this story. Because I can't... It's hard to find information on non-Japanese series. Jesus Christ, this was shit. This is the one where I get very mad about how it's clearly not an isekai, because you can't just put one page in space and be like, (laughs) it's an isekai.
2: Very clearly an isekai. It's very explicit.
0: I'm hearing voices in my head, because it's an isekai, Sean. I, okay. <laughs> Glad we established that clearly.
2: To be fair, it, from what I remember, it is largely
0: irrelevant. I, from what I remember, it's dog shit. It's, it's in colour, and that's the nicest thing I can say about this.
3: Oh my god, I'm like flicking through this, and I... You don't remember it! Did we read this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Nope. <laughs> I do vaguely recognize the art and stuff. Right.
2: It was our first Chinese series. It was our first Wuxia or cultivation series. So the idea is, like, Chinese martial arts reign supreme. You've got to...
0: The idea is a thousand fucking chapters, if I've learned anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, the point, the point is, it's focusing your chi, learning martial arts, on your path to enlightenment to become enlightened.
0: By which you mean you get a magical sensei because your magical juju levels were tapped for several years. But then he came back and then he's like, you hear some loads of techniques, but we'll moan about techniques and money's a thing, sort of. But, you know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, fucking so many mechanics at play, and each one's shitter than the last.
2: <laughs> I-, I was talking more generally, but yes, that is this series.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are good worksiers out there. Just this isn't one.
2: I mean, supposedly, this is one of the better ones. Not necessarily oh. specifically this version.
0: That's concerning. I would never want to tell China they're wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, I'm just... I'm, I really don't remember this. I'm flicking through it now, and I do have vague, like, flash memories of this.
0: Just the constant shifting of goalposts, and that you've got X months. No, actually, it's this time. Oh, we need money oh we've actually got that material like oh fuck
2: because because
0: it's shit yeah
2: he was engaged when he was young and was super genius
0: he's engaged so but then she's like no i don't want to be engaged to you anymore so then he's like "Ah," ha you can't fire me i quit (laughs) stabs himself with her sword
3: (laughs) i remember this he stabbed himself and they went, no, he
0: survived, therefore he's right, or something like that. He stabbed himself, and they went, Ah, oh, I didn't die, so therefore clearly I, I'm meant to live. And it's like, you stabbed yourself, dude, just stab yourself better.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, if anything, this is proving how inept you are. <laughs> yeah, this is real fucking stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. It was dumb.
3: I remember the whole thing was like trying to pretend it was serious, whilst also being incredibly stupid at the same time. And, like, it's really difficult to blend proper action story and comedy and still make either side believable, and this doesn't succeed. It tries so hard to be funny that it stops being serious. and tries so hard to be serious that it stops being funny. And it all comes together in this general mishmash of who gives a shit.
0: Yeah, and it didn't help that the art, at least in what we read, I know Phil was like, it gets better, but in what it we is. read it didn't
2: no no i i I can i can understand that like yeah yeah yeah, i'm looking at it now and it's just like
3: it's in color and that normally gives it like a bit of a boost in the art department but no it's just not great like it's fine it's just not good though it's definitely below average
0: yeah but below average sums that up pretty well like i'm sure there's a wuxia story out there for me but this sure is shedding it
3: yeah it's just the fact that it does the thing where like it hammers on the same points over and over and over. It doesn't really try to explore anything. It just keeps reiterating. It's like you forgot what happened in the last chapter, so they need to remind you everything. I mean, every I feel chapter. like it
0: forgets at times. It <laughs> like, hammers on about techniques, and then it's like, I need more techniques. You haven't given me any. And I'm like, but you just got several. Okay. I didn't like this, and I still don't like it. So my vote, even though I don't think it's the greatest show of all time—far from it—but uh, if it's between these two, I vote Claymore.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely with you on that one. It's. I like Claymore. I still like Claymore. Uh, I, of course, have the knowledge like, of what happens later in it, and that's an advantage. But I still think Claymore has some really good ideas. And that's somewhat been proven with the popularity of the recent uh, Netflix Witcher series. So it has some really good ideas. It has a lot of real good stylization. I think it's better than you give it credit for. Obviously, that's my choice here. It's not going to be a shocking upset. Like, actually, I quite like whatever the fuck this thing is I mean, You, you say heads. that. Last,
2: last year we had you go, yeah, I vote for Grand Blue.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't such a clear cut. Also, Mike wasn't subtle about what he thought about the mumfucking series.
1: So. No,
2: I know, he, I know he wasn't. But he also wasn't subtle about what he thought about Grand Blue to the extent that when Mike was like, "Yeah, I vote Grand Blue," both me and you were like, "Wait, what?"
0: <laughs> wow, I voted for motherfucking over Grand Blue. Wow, <laughs> okay.
2: you really
0: hated Grand Blue.
2: the thing, I wasn't surprised you
3: voted that way. Like, I think the difference—if we're going back to past wounds. <laughs> I think the difference was.
0: You could laugh at it and I couldn't.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, I, I could laugh at it at, on occasion. And while I didn't like it, I got it. Like, I understood why people like that. Uh, whereas, I, I motherfucking <laughs> is just. It was just boring and bad.
2: You just don't understand why people it's like that. It's in the top 10 on Mal. How is <laughs> it in the top 10 on Mal?
3: I completely agree. It shouldn't be, but. That's that was the matchup we had, so I had to make a choice, and God. I don't like my choice, but I also don't regret it. Uh, this one, <laughs> not so much. I very I was much
1: say
0: this one, yeah, very much.
3: This, one, yeah. <laughs> very I mean, much this
2: one, your choice isn't between motherfucking or alcoholism, and
3: <laughs> but yeah, this one's definitely a Claymore for me because I actually like Claymore, I, and I didn't hate the things that were wrong with it as much as you guys did. I absolutely see the flaws, but,
2: but um, yeah, again. If it was a series I didn't pick. I got a chance to shit on it.
0: <laughs> That's just... fair. Totally fair. But what will Phil pick this time around? Will he, will he go Shodan or Wuxia?
2: Going off just these first two volumes, I think it would definitely be Claymore. Like, meh. Claymore is fine.
3: This isn't a thing
0: on Wuxia in general. This is just this one Wuxia is not great. <laughs> no, I... Like, I know it's how Chinese storytelling works, but the fact that there's like 1,500 Thousand prose chapters is like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Right. Oh, dear. I, and I'll, I'll never complain about Game of Thrones again. <laughs> Let's move on then to our next part. Let's move away from the realms of Shonen and Disakai for a little bit. So, uh, next up, first of all, it's uh, Dragon's Rioting by Tsuyoshi Watanabe. This is finished with nine volumes, all out by Yen Press. No anime. More bullshit fan service in the bullshit fan service period of the show. Yay. Mike has no clue what this is.
3: No, I do. I do. I remember because it was just (laughs) crap. It was so bad.
0: It has one character I liked, and that was my desperate thing I clung to. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Like, I need (laughs) at least one positive note. Like. This is the one who then ended that oh, then by fucked leaving off the at the yeah. end.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Because this is the character who, if he gets aroused, dies. So he went to a mountain to try and train the horny out, and so it didn't work. But he became a kung fu genius, and then goes to an all boys school. Except it's not an all boys school. It's an all girls school that just let in boys,
0: and then doesn't withdraw his application and go elsewhere.
3: Because apparently he just, like, gets the horn when he looks at any woman ever. And this school has three rival gang factions. Like, I'm not convinced any actual school happens in this school. It's just, like, a weird martial arts-based gang war for no fucking reason. And that's really they it. they
0: got to determine who, who is the top dragon and runs the school, whatever runs the school means. Yeah,
3: and doesn't <laughs> establish, like, what the goal is beyond that. It's like, well, what? <laughs> Like, why, do you, why does anyone care? And then, of course, fan service everywhere. And he gets caught in these lucky pervert situations, but has not had a heart attack and died yet.
2: Because he did all that martial arts training, Mike. No, the martial arts training was to
3: avoid being in the situations.
2: No, it, it was to help him avoid it, And should he get into it, get out was sort of the point. Yeah,
3: but this involves him being able to like literally punch buildings in half now. I guess, because famously that puts no strain on your heart. I about
2: that. It wasn't one of the things they had to... They had a contest to demolish a building by punching it. Yes, and
0: he wins. In order to settle some weird bullshit agreement from the past between the, the fourth dragon, not dragon, and yeah. the dragon, yeah, they fight to destroy a school building... And then sink it into the ocean.
3: (laughs) To be clear, these dragons are just—they're just people, teenagers. They're they're just girls, martial artist girls. Yeah, calling them dragons is a gross overestimation of how cool they look. Because no, these are not giant, scaly, fire-breathing lizards. These are just dudes.
0: Would you want that? Would you want fan service, real dragons, Mike?
3: If they could transform
0: into dragons, that would be better.
2: (laughs) From what I remember, cool dragons because the names all had the character for dragon in it or something to that effect.
3: Fucking stupid is what it is. Like, the whole thing was just dumb.
0: (laughs) I think that was, yeah, we all agreed the premise was fundamentally what? Lord.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It, It was just, it's one of those ones where it's just like, yeah, just take it at face value.
0: Predictably, there's like 20 female characters who are very important, and then obviously there's only a couple of males who are all the worst kind of trash who just lecherously want to fondle everyone. It's like, yeah, it's
3: just, yeah. it was a harem man- manga where they forgot to put in the harem.
0: No, they had the harem. What are you want about oh, Did they? But did they, though? It was so the whole thing was pointless. <laughs> I'm not denying that, but the harem oh. was there. <laughs> it
3: never at any point settled on a salient point, And it just decided like it was purely for the fan service, but. I remember saying at the time that there was better fan
0: service out there if that's
3: what you're looking I for. I believe very
2: specifically you said Ikitosen.
3: This is the Ikitosen. Was episode, this the yeah.
0: one that, oh yeah, this is the one where I burned that joke into the ground in the course of an episode? Yeah,
3: because I said that it, if you really want a fan service martial arts, manga, anime, that still exists.
0: This is when you revealed that you watched Ikitosen and I, I rapped I've watched with this. Yeah. yeah, you have. Have you watched the new one yet?
3: No, wow. <laughs> I haven't watched Nicky Tozen yet. I haven't watched it since, <laughs> since like I don't know, two thousand and six or something. Like what, a long what a chance time to get I back into it. it. Oh yeah, like now's never a bad time.
2: <laughs> Just think of all the backlog you've got to watch.
3: Oh yeah, oh. I can't do it all at once. I'll have a heart attack and die like this guy.
2: Then you'll have all the front log to look forward
3: to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh-huh. <I? laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh yeah don't don't read battle through the... i don't care what gets chosen in this category don't read battle <laughs> through the heavens that battle heavens, you've already blanked on the <laughs> that, name yeah that one dragon's writing there we go
1: i'm, I'm looking at battle <laughs> through the heavens on my screen
2: to <laughs> I mean, just still so amazing. battle <laughs> through the heavens like, to be fair I don't, i'm not I don't wrong care what we're talking about just don't read this
3: yeah i don't care what we're talking about just don't read the previous one i'm not wrong about that but <laughs> dragon's
0: writing don't read dragon's writing no, but um, do you know what it's going up against? Something that uh, you picked, Mike, in fact. Oh, no.
2: Oh, shit, what was the other thing Mike picked? Up Ash here?
0: of Purgatory, aka oh, uh, Goku, no Ash. Uh, written and drawn by Tatsuya Endo. This is a one-shot, so it's been finished, but it uh, wasn't uh, officially licensed and obviously no anime version. So this was fine. <laughs> was this... I'm, I'm going to get this the
2: wrong This is one.
0: Mr. SpyX family who is going oh, it, on it to have Spy great X success. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah.
2: So cause I was going to be like, I want to say it's the Spy X Family Guy, but I'm sure that's yes. wrong.
0: Currently airing to uh, great applause from everything I'm hearing. But uh, not this one. This is... Uh,
3: this, <laughs> this was this <laughs> fine. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> this is back from when we were all picking a one-shot to review.
2: Yeah, th- this was our Christmas episode.
3: And I don't read manga in general, really. But so, and I definitely don't read one-shots. So I, I had to I do believe research. you
2: even said as much in the episode that you actually typed in best one-shots or something to that something effect. Something to that and
3: effect, yeah. Like made the mistake of trusting Google. Well, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so I may as well trust other people's opinions, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I ended up putting this forward and it was by far and away the worst of the three we reviewed, I remember that. Because this uh, centres around a character, like a wandering paladin type guy who rocks up against a, uh, a woman who is accused of being a witch and then they burn the witch and then everything goes wrong and everything's terrible, and then at the end of it they snap back and like, "But that was what would happen if you burned me." I was like, oh, okay.
0: yeah, he had a very um not well communicated, yeah
3: <laughs> Yeah, I tried to do a cyclical thing where it's like, this is a what if story, except they didn't really. Ground it in any reason why you'd care about the outcome of the what if, especially because there's this like weird love affair with the main character and this witch character who they've literally just met. (laughs) He's like, No, I can't believe they burned her. I loved her. Like, my dude, you knew her for less than a day. Like, it wasn't even love at first sight. She couldn't give a shit about you.
2: Yeah, because it also tries to set up some like political intrigue type thing because. They were burning her for being a witch, despite the fact she is a witch. She is actually a witch. because she handed out medicine to people that needed it. The church wanted the building she was staying in.
3: Yeah, because there was a subplot of the church would would accuse someone of being a witch, convict them of that, and then take all their stuff afterwards, because like, ah, the church owns this now. Turns out they're actually right this time, though.
0: I mean, if they'd done any investigation, they'd have discovered her house with books, including how to do witchcraft.
3: <laughs> yes. Like, it just turns out they were right, but a broken clock is right twice
2: a day. Didn't the main character pick up that book and he was like, neat?
3: I, yeah, did, somehow didn't, didn't put it together. Didn't put it together. This, this guy's like, is literally his job to like roam the land and defeat evil. <laughs> yeah, there was really no reason why that male character was even in it,
2: honestly.
0: It was there to be like a viewer insert, basically, to the world.
2: I think, I think it was also because they were trying to push a romance.
0: They were definitely
2: trying to push a romance.
0: Well, that's what it leans towards at the end, because they're like, oh, man, but look, you can use your illusion magic for good, as they sit in, like, the Eden Project. And it's like, okay, sure.
3: Yeah, it's just another manga with a lot of strange choices involved. It's another one where you can easily identify the things they could have done to make it better.
0: Well, that's the weird thing. I feel like if you did, like, if it got past one shot, that, yeah, there was... There was stuff to work with here. I don't think it was a complete disaster. I think you could have hammered something cool out of that.
2: Listen, I think think in the Christmas episode, we wrapped it up by saying, which of these three would you want to see serialized or something to that effect? And I I think we all sort of said, like, yeah, probably this one just because of the nature of the story.
3: Yeah, like, you could build it out more.
2: Yeah, like, the, the other two completely told their story, whereas this one you could... There wasn't much there about the outside world, really, or, or the witches or anything like that. Like, there was plenty it could build on stories it could tell.
3: Yeah. But yeah, like, none of us would have, in this current state, none of us would read it again. So that says a lot on that. I also remember the art wasn't great. It was like messy. I
2: think, I think the art was all right for the most part. But yeah, in place, it just suddenly became very, I don't know what's going on.
3: Yeah, like a lot of they use too much like shading and lines and it just comes out as if like someone spilled ink on a page and ran with it. So, yeah, like I remember it was just not a great read in general because as soon as you're like, OK, I'm kind of into it though. And oh, by the way, none of that happened. You're like, OK.
0: Yeah, pretty much like, like, whoa, he's become like a desolate bum, but oh, wait, no, that didn't happen. Now he's hugging her in front of people. Like, OK,
3: yeah. sure. And that's Whatever. why I got thrown out of the order for hugging a witch, I guess. Uh, um.
0: Goddamn. Emotions, kid, don't have them. Uh, I don't know. Now, that, now you've got the fun of picking between this and Dragon's Rioting. Oh, I still pick
3: of Purgatory. Because while it was not great, it was fine. Which, unfortunately, is the bar here. There was so much wrong with <laughs> for, Dragon's Riding. For round writing.
0: one, yeah, which is the least shit. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: there's so much wrong with Dragon's writing. Like, if you want fan service, there's better fan service. If you want better school superheroics, there's better versions of that. If you want better martial arts, there's better versions of that.
2: What oh, if I want all of them in one mind?
3: There's probably better
0: examples of that as well. There,
2: there. there is, because I very specifically have a series in my back pocket
0: for that. Oh, no. If you make me read Mac and Key, I swear to God.
2: I actually haven't heard of that one. He will now, though.
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, like Dragon's Writing is not simply not worth your time. Whereas Asher Purgatory at least has a good idea, has a direction, has something it was trying to execute. I'm not convinced that anyone gave a shit about Dragon's Writing. It feels like they wrote it on a dare,
2: you know? it Just feels, no, I think just feels when bad. We were it, I think Dragon's Writing came out sort of at the height of that.
0: It came out in the fan service era when you had the freezings and all the rest, which were like, "Look at these characters with them boobies." Yeah, let's
3: ship this one out to make a paycheck.
0: And the fact it didn't even get an anime version kind of hammered that. Home. I, I
2: remember you saying yeah. that was a big thing. Like,
0: I was because it came yeah. out
2: in that era. It's damning that it didn't.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So to me, this is an easy choice of purgatory as much as i do think it was a disappointment it's the better of the two
0: yeah i mean like let's see what, what do i do i want to go for the potential of asher purgatory which was flawed but had some interesting concepts and ideas Or do I want to go for dragon's rioting where i like one character and hate everything else <laughs> i I'm, I'm sorry my uh dragon's rioting waifu uh, asher purgatory <clears> wins <throat> yeah yeah
3: i don't think anyone's really surprised
0: yeah, as I say, I did like that one character in Volume 2 of that Dragon's writing. I. Nene, I girl who was the tiger as opposed to the dragons. She got a plot arc. She had character development. She had a personality. But the fact that I'm saying those as compliments about one character in that <laughs> series says it all, really. And... Yeah, those are standout moments when they should yeah. be standard. Yeah, exactly. And while Asher Purgatory was flawed, it had a lot more potential and. If someone was like, it's getting a serialization, I'd be like, oh, that's surprising. Might still check it out.
1: Yeah.
2: So what's your choice, Phil?
0: What's my
2: choice here?
0: The difference is Phil's read all of Dragon's Rioting. That is true.
2: I have not read all of Dragon's Rioting.
3: You've read more of it than us.
2: I have read more than two volumes, yeah. Not that I can tell you anything that happens in that, because this would have been like, I'm going to say 10 years ago. I don't remember how long ago. I I know what I'm going to pick.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Which, not a surprise at all, I don't think. Dragon's writing. <laughs> do, you, do you really think that wouldn't be surprising?
3: I, I actually think it would be surprising, but go on.
2: That, that's my point. That would be quite surprising, I think, Mike. It would be, yes. Not to say that's not my choice. Make
1: your choice, you coward!
2: I, th- I think the thing for me is, and I think we'll probably have this issue with the other Christmas ones, is they do, to an extent, have a little bit of an advantage by virtue of being a one-shot because they do have that whole complete story. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking Ash of Purgatory.
3: Yeah, while it's not amazing, it is the better of the two.
2: I think we said, well, said it earlier. Like It was the one of the three we thought, yeah, you could absolutely do a serialization of it. We could see it having things in there. It could be quite interesting with a bit of work and like refinement and whatnot. And yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm.
0: In that case, let's, uh, let's move on to a, a battle of isekais for our next bom, one. Bom, bom, bom. Bom, bom, bom. What a shock. Two isekais in the same round. What are the odds of that? Phil says we never do isekai on the show. But um, and I suppose, like Phil will argue, this first one isn't isekai. But um, it's fine because it's terrible. So, our uh, first one from episode 36 Redo of Healer, aka Kaifuku <laughs> Jutsushi no Yarinoshi, Written by Rui Sukio, art by Soken Haga. This is uh, ongoing 10 volumes of the manga, 10 volumes of a light novel, plus a spin off and the original novel version. But it's not been licensed, wonder why. But there is an anime you can watch on High Dive, 12 episodes worth. Y- yeah, this. I mean, not to give the game away, but up until a certain point, this was our shoe in for the worst series of the year.
3: Yeah, like, it's going to be a, a rough time for this one to get past this round.
0: I, <laughs> it depends what it's drawn against. But, it uh, does, well, yeah. You said but it's
2: against another Rissakai. So.
3: I
0: did. And there is one other playing in this tournament. But, uh, yeah, this is bad. Don't read this. Don't consume this. You can't give money to why, it. Why, could, why,
2: why on earth? What do you say all this, Sean? I mean, you've not even told us what it's about. It could be the greatest thing ever. I try not uh, to
0: remember what it's about. I'll <laughs> fall on that grenade.
2: <laughs> it is is a
3: story of a fantasy world, your standard sword, shield, armor, magic, etc. There's a guy who was born with, the, with healing magics, and as a result, I gets scooped up by... By the way, I'm gonna go through the PG version of this and then say what actually happened. <laughs> he gets scooped up by a adventuring team of sorts who want to use his abilities, which like actually hurt him to use them. So they're a little bit abusive to him, let's say. And one day he like wakes up from his um his abusive stupor and decides to instead of help them, decides to reset the world and take revenge. So he turns back time and he decides to. Have very elaborate plotting revenge on these people that are going to abuse him in the future. That's the PG version of this.
0: But golly, Mike, that doesn't sound so bad.
3: If that was where it stopped, that wouldn't have been that bad. The problem is every second of the way is filled with forced drug abuse, lack of consent, straight up rape fantasies, mind control. Just every time someone gets the choice. To do something, they take the most evil option you can possibly imagine. And yes, that includes things like rape and not even murder, just torture and poisoning people and. Sometimes
2: simultaneous.
3: Yes, yeah, sometimes simultaneously, just utter psychopathy from day one to end.
0: A character, at one point, has the choice to poison a watering well or to, like, pull out the thing that's causing the poison. And they choose, no, I'm going to I'm gonna pull out the poison thing. And the main character is disappointed that they didn't want to uh, genocide a population with poisonous water.
3: Until they reveal that the reason they want to not poison the water is so they can kill everyone with their bare hands.
0: Exactly. It's like, this was terrible, and then it got more terrible. How do you yeah. find the way?
3: It's utterly grotesque, end-to-end, and... While I don't think we want to cover all of the individual grotesque parts here, listen to our episode, we go into a lot of detail there. It's, it's horrendous. And not only is it horrendous, it's stupid as well. Like, there's a part where, through various means, again,
2: we discussed before, he gets the ability to shapeshift. No, no this, this goes into the aspect that his healing magic is bullshit.
0: No, no, if you stick the word heal on the end of a spell, it's healing.
2: That was essentially what it amounted
3: to. He can use his healing magic to essentially absorb other people's powers effectively
2: yeah he he could use his healing magic to basically reconstruct the body as well, mm-hmm. which he uses not only on himself but on others while at the same time air quote healing their mind by making them an entirely different person who very submissive want to murder him, but instead, you know. Is madly fucking... in love with him and just wants to...
0: But Phil, didn't you say healing hurts him a lot to use it?
2: Except it doesn't, though. They say it hurts him when he heals wounds effectively. Because he essentially feels the, the, the painful, yeah.
0: Which on its own is an okay idea for a plot, but um, oh dear. Instead he goes grab your destiny with his dick out because obviously if you ingest a hero semen you can break your level cap. Yeah,
3: I actually forgot about that. Yep. That's a whole lot of the rape, yep.
0: No, it's not rape, right, Mike. They did it. They chose to do it. Oh
3: Yep. See the stupid part I was gonna point out was some of the silly, fun stupidity. Whereas like he uses the shapeshift powers. To make himself slightly taller and therefore no one recognizes him.
2: The fucking name change.
3: And adds like one letter to his name and no one
0: recognizes him.
2: No, I'm not Jeff with a G, I'm Jeff with a J.
0: I would assume I made the Clark Kent comparison where it's like as soon as he puts his glasses on, who's that? Hold on the guy. No, no,
2: this was worse than Clark Kent. It was worse.
0: <laughs> yes. Because this was
3: like Clark Kent or Clark Kent, if he was slightly taller. <laughs> It's like Clark Kent wearing high heels. Yeah. See, that shit is funny and you can laugh at it, but it absolutely makes you feel bad for laughing at it because you're getting joy out of this monstrosity. Well,
2: because the thing yeah. is as well, that it wasn't even supposed to be funny.
3: It wasn't, no, it was deadly serious, and that's why it was funny. And like, it poses it like, oh my god, he's so smart and clever. I don't, I don't think the author of this was particularly smart or clever. No, I don't. This was bad. Do not consume this in any way. We've done it for you. Like, it, this isn't even a, a, like, oh, they say it's so bad, I'm curious. No, don't.
0: Yeah, Mike likes funny bad, and he's telling you no. Oh,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, just don't. I regret reading this, and that says something in and of itself, because I don't regret reading Kiss Excess. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> at least that was, like, you know, a funny episode or something. This made me feel bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, no.
2: To also add another layer to the don't read it, I think this is one of the few series I've not read any more of,
3: which is scathing in and of itself. Which is,
2: you know, that's pretty telling. Yeah, like I freely admit, I read a lot of crap.
0: Phil still reads Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah, he still
1: reads <laughs> oh, Rent a Girlfriend.
2: I, I live off the hate of reading that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't deny that part.
3: I totally understand Phil hate reading Rent a Girlfriend because hate reading as a, as a concept, great fun. I couldn't hate read this. Like I oh, i no, would just
2: because this is the thing you depressing. Don't, you don't read this and get angry joy out it. of it no <laughs> you read this and you just go why why does this exist
3: it's like if you're sitting there thinking i love that kind of thing i love thinking being like confused and angry at stuff it's the wrong kind of that and it's really hard to explain like even as a form of pure masochism don't read this
0: yeah so moving on that that's uh Let's never talk about that again.
2: So let's go on to what's actually winning.
3: So the winner... Round,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, the winner of this round, yeah.
0: The winner is uh, Reborn as a Space Mercenary. I woke up piloting the strongest starship, a.k.a. the longest fucking title in the entire show. Here we go. <sighs> Mezumatara <laughs> Saikyo Sobi to Uchisen Mochidata noder Ikadate, Ikodate Mezushite Yohei toshite Jiu ni Ikitai. Written by Ryoto, drawn by Shinichi Matsui. This is ongoing. Four volumes of the manga, seven volumes of a light novel. Seven seas are doing it, so you can buy two volumes of the manga, four volumes of a light novel. No anime as of yet, but hey, i give it time. It will do.
2: Ugh. So this, this is the one where the guy wakes up in, in a spaceship mind. and literally
3: has everything handed to him, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm annoyed that this is matching up against
2: this because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to win anything. It's just bad. It's
1: all right. I it's I, I, all right. Thing,
2: like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say it's the greatest isekai ever or anything. But like he fine. sleeps
0: with the girls but doesn't rape them. That's an
3: improvement. There, there is that. Yeah, there's that going for him. Although is this the one where we had like a weird like discussion about space slavery because it was like ew. Uh,
2: we have we have this in a couple.
0: Yeah, we have. Unfortunately, yes. This one he does explicitly buy someone's freedom, as it were, because they're mm. in horrendous debt. And they do, like, the, the character and the author does try to go to pains to be like, no, no, you don't have to hang out with me or sleep with me because I feel like you owe me. It's a tricky line to write, Rourke. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this does it brilliantly, but uh, it tries to at least address that issue. It, it
2: makes it clear, like, no, she's the one making this decision to...
0: yeah. Until it happens the second time, and then he uh, manipulates that one into banging him.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, this is also not great. It tries to do something somewhat interesting by saying, it's an isekai, but in space. But it bungles the landing on that one, because it just wakes this guy up and literally hands him everything he could possibly need. He doesn't have to work a day in his life.
0: He does work a day.
3: very very specifically he works well that's the thing he does work because he wants to because that's what he finds fun
0: because his goal is that he wants a stupid house on not earth because the actual light novel title of this is about 20 years long goes on about wanting a detached house in the suburbs or whatever the fuck it is fucking dumb
3: it's really stupid but he has literally everything he could ever really want handed to him yes he doesn't have the house in the suburbs but he's given this grand adventure and all the fun he could ever want. Like, he's got the, the most fun way that he could possibly get there. And, like, this is a dream come true for him. And the only real drawback is when he spawns into this world, he almost dies because he's suddenly in space.
2: Just like that. I think that's the only thing for me. It was just, like, I, I don't mind the fact he wakes up, he's in a spaceship. Fine, sure, whatever. The fact he gets a spaceship whatever it's the fact that he can so perfectly pilot this thing right out mm-hmm. of the gate
3: and it's the best spaceship ever as well
2: i don't think it's the best spaceship ever it's just he is that gosh darn good at piloting this
0: thing. yeah like they there's a ranking system because of course there's a ranking system and he does the test and they're like man you're like a gold tier pilot he pulls into port immediately gets costumed to the police because why wouldn't they be he's it's an unknown pilot with an unknown ship id and that just gets hand waved away luckily yep
2: doesn't he basically just say i don't remember i have amnesia and i
0: had a hyperspace accident i've forgotten everything like, yeah
2: all right that checks out and it's like does it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that does it in this series like i like a lot of this series like i like a lot of the characters and all of that but yeah it I'm not going to deny for a second that it's not just the power fantasy like most this guy.
3: Yeah, it's, it's not even a particularly smart one at that. Like, it's, it pretends it's smart by, like, having all the scientific, science fiction elements in it.
0: All right, mate. I'm not going to try and, like, take sweeping statements at the sci fi genre. Oh, you're into sci fi. What an elitist prick.
3: That's God. not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> I'm saying that you need to put in more work than that. You can't just have it be it, be a sci-fi and suddenly it's clever a
2: space cow and make us think it's sci-fi
3: <laughs> pretty much yeah you need to put in more effort than that and this thing is not really interested in putting in effort <laughs> that's the really the main problem with it it's toothless i mean it's in space it's vacuous it's uh, it's just pointless <laughs> at that like it's dull and it's boring as well. How do you make spaceship fights boring?
2: Yeah, I think this was something we did touch on, was the fact that the fight scenes, essentially the space battles, yeah, they're just, you, you look at a page and you go, are they fighting? Like the, the combat was very unclear. Like It really is one where it's just like, you would expect an anime, should it ever get one, to do it a lot better, be a lot more clear with it. Or you would hope, at the very least.
3: Even though you've got still images, you can still portray in motion, and it still has fight choreography. And if you're gonna do combat, you need to be able to draw that, and I'm not convinced that a lot of the ones we've reviewed can do that. And this is no, no exception. Like, we're not artists, obviously we can't do this, but you'd expect a professional artist to be able to. You need to be able to convey the story you're trying to tell. Whether that's in combat, or outside of it and this doesn't do that it's just dull dull hand wavy nonsense which is definitely a lot of here's a thing nah never mind it's gone now
2: for me about the only thing i remember them hand waving is him being like i have amnesia and it's like yeah all right
3: i mean the whole idea of him being like some super amazing pilot out of the gate is pretty hand wavy of itself
0: because I played Star Fox, therefore I'm a master pilot. Still a barrel. Exactly, but uh, still better than Radio of Healer, so it gets my vote. Yeah, yeah, that I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by that. Phil, what's your choice?
2: I, I'm not going to even like play the. <laughs> oh well, maybe no, no, no. It's, <laughs> nah, nah, space mercenary.
3: Yeah, space space mercenary. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I've actually considered buying space mercenary, but wouldn't buy redo of healer even if i could
3: realistically redo of healer was never getting past round one
0: no i mean it didn't get past the licenses so you know why would it <laughs> get, get past us oh you hey. know yeah, why would he
3: get past our exacting standards
0: exactly but now don't worry mike because now we've got a battle of trash versus trash so this one you oh, might thanks. actually have to try and choose <laughs>
3: Oh no, responsibility.
0: I know. So first of all, from episode 39, The Nameless Monster, The Spider, The Girl, and The Grotesque Murders, aka Namai, Nanai, Kabutsu, Kumoto, Shoujo, Tuviyoki, Satsujin. Written by Kiyoko Kuroki, art by Ko, Nozuki, and Asuza Banjo. This is uh, finished now at seven volumes, but no license and no anime. Do you want to make out with a spider?
2: This was crap. <laughs> fucking weird
0: it just like it
2: wasn't good weird
3: though no it's just it was just weird weird weird. it wasn't like whoa trippy surrealist it was just like here's an idea we won't explore it here's an idea we won't explore it
0: i know i've been slowly but surely trapped and encompassed by this spider who's sometimes a girl and sometimes a giant fucking spider and there's webs everywhere and i can't leave until i do
2: until he just walks out one day yeah yep well, he's really mean to her once and tells her to get out and then he's really sad when she doesn't appear
3: but then he beats
2: the shit out of her
3: and also by like, beats her up and then starts kissing her it's like you start feeling bad for the spider ghost demon I, uh, it's just just odd odd thing completely incoherent
0: yeah like that's it's it's two stories the uh, beach is stupidly done as the other and yeah it's it's just a web of shite
3: ultimately this whole thing is a series of setups that they don't even try to execute (laughs) they don't try to knock them down at all it's a lot of disjointed and incoherent ramblings which they pretend is a story
0: and we were all pretty much in the opinion as well at the end like how would this keep going because it's mostly wrapped up by that point that apparently it did for another five volumes so impressive yeah
2: what's it up against sean
0: good thing you asked phil because it's your favorite oh sword art online i picked spider written by reki kawahara by tamako nakamura this is ongoing i think with 18 volumes at least of the manga 26 volumes of a light novel, as well as all the spin-offs and the novel version uh, you can get all of your Sword Art stuff from Yen Press. That's the 17 volumes of the manga, at least 24 volumes of the light novel, and the spin-offs. Want to watch the anime? You can. Netflix Crunchyroll animation for nice six episodes. Unless you want to watch season one, but listen to episode 51 our April Fool special for Mike's annoyance about trying to watch the anime. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh,
0: and there's the films and the games and everything else. This is the franchise Sao, which started out with this shit manga.
3: And to be clear, we're not reviewing any of... This
0: is not based on any of the others.
3: This is just the manga we're talking about.
0: We are discussing the Ironcrad arc of the manga, which was the first to Also, types. to
2: be clear, the original was the light novel, not
0: the... I mean, the original was the web novel, Phil, if you want to really start being...
2: I mean, really, the original
3: was the written word itself, which uh, probably started back in, like, 1800 or something. People didn't write anything for then. Yeah. Cave paintings.
0: I mean, that's about the quality of art. <laughs> it actually is yeah.
2: <laughs> honestly i think it's the worst art of anything we've read
3: uh no i i completely agree with you it's the art is horrendous like we've we've seen some shitty art but like man.
2: This, this thing like i i know you guys have said oh the art shit i and i tend to disagree myself with a lot of it but i'm not not saying it's great art most of the time but this was just
0: just one
1: so, yeah. I put
0: on the same level, but yeah, this was definitely for year two. What,
2: what would you put on the same level?
0: We'll get to it later. Oh,
3: no. We usually come down on the side of, the art is fine, serviceable. But this is, this hurts to look at. Literally hurt my eyes. So bad. Everything's out of proportion, sketchy as hell. Honestly looked like a first draft, like he handed half the yeah. storyboards he handed in.
2: It was worth noting as well. Two volumes, whole of Aincrad, that's it. Mm-hmm.
3: And so much just like skipped over for no reason
2: whatsoever. To be fair, it's kind of what the anime does to an extent as well. And apparently it's what the light novel does.
0: Oh yeah, this is very much an adaptation of the light novel as opposed to the anime, which uh, has hindsight so can fix a few of those issues. And yeah, it doesn't. The anime does its best. <laughs>
2: Because, I mean, effectively, what happens is you get chapter one, which for some reason starts with a.
0: I mean, you say for some reason, that's like traditions. Like, so many things start with a flash it forward. I've got to show you when it's cool before it. we get to when. I hate it too, trust me. I saw enough anime first episodes that did it.
3: Why they did a two year time skip, I have no clue. Because
0: that's what the light
3: novel I'm does. I'm sure right? it does. Like, and this is a problem I have with that as well, then, because.
2: Yeesh. I think I said this in the episode. I was like oh, I, I wonder what, like, what the light novel does, like how that paces it out. And it is literally like, volume one, here's all of Ironcraft. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> it's like volume two, here's all these side stories, which the anime adapted and padded out those two years.
0: I choose to believe the uh, Mike Furycraft on this, which is that the author had the idea for the premise in mind, because to be clear, and we do say this episode, it's all online is a brilliant premise.
2: Fantastic premise. Yeah, yeah. like dying, dying the game, die in real life at, at the time.
0: At the time, very original, very cool, very interesting. But yeah, and then has the ending in mind about the twist that it's going to be Heathcliff who was the big bad all along and all of that, and then has no connective tissue.
2: Then just shits the bed. Yeah, so fucking hard.
0: Because yeah, like writers do
3: that sometimes, where they're like, okay, I have this idea for a world. Okay, it's going to start like this, and oh, it's going to be this big thing at the end, and then in the middle, and profit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but the the thing is. Most writers know they can't write that because they've not got that <laughs> bit in the middle, so they don't bother. Yes. So I, well, I'll put this in my ideas folder for now.
0: But Phil, this is the light novel industry.
2: <laughs> and this is the thing, actually. The only reason this sort of online light novel got picked up was because Excel World, their later work, was getting a license, and he was like, "No, no, you have to license Sodar Online as well." And they're like, "All right, sure, whatever."
0: And uh, look how it paid off, because Sword Art Online is the number one light novel. I mean, clearly it was the right business choice.
2: I mean, no, look, I don't begrudge him for making that choice. It's just like, to be honest, I don't really begrudge the publishing companies either. No,
3: they clearly made the right business choice. Probably doesn't
2: cost them that much. Well, probably didn't cost them anything extra to life. (laughs) Probably didn't cost
3: them anything. There's no plot.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, like, sure, printing a few thousand of the books, whatever. You make a small loss on it, maybe, but you get the thing you want, the Excel world. And you're like, yeah, that's going to be our big money maker." And then Sword Art Online sells Ugh. with that volume one. Because
0: people like power fantasies and people can't relate to short, fat kids, apparently, <laughs> which is sad, but real.
2: I'd be interested to see the sales data of Sword Art Online in relation to the anime. And I know, obviously, you would see a spike afterwards anyway.
0: Well, it was popular before it became an anime because I had friends recommending me it before it became an anime. From what I understand, it hit the scene
3: and it was immediately resonating with people.
0: Yeah. Because, again, the premise is super strong. And this manga just does a terrible job of realising everything else about it. Like, I mean, to highlight one of the big issues with it, so Yui, and again, if you want to know more about Yui, go listen to the D- the double episode we did for sal on the manga you'd the need anime. to yeah <laughs> yeah because you certainly would if you did only read the manga because you'd be like literally a chapter starts and they're like man remember yui yeah we'll miss her moving on i are <laughs> like what <laughs> and that's so much of the manga just like i'm sorry what happened who oh we're moving on okay i guess i don't care which doesn't help when you're then asked to invest in the finale
3: and it tries to play with ideas that you absolutely need setup for. so like they try to play with the idea of like there being like this open market on pickups that you can get from monsters. and so it does that by having this huge amount of time devoted to one guy haggling with someone else for no fucking reason and then it goes nowhere. nowhere at all. it's just it's just time devoted.
2: literally the only time it happens.
3: only time that anything connected to that happens and so it just Sits there, like a lump on a shelf, taking up space.
2: Yeah, it must have been like half a chapter on that. Yeah, it's like a long conversation.
0: It keeps going. It very much, you're like, oh, it's another page of this. Oh, it's another page. For something that literally in the anime, it, the guy just walks out of the shop and goes, yep, I made a deal, and then walks off, and then that's it.
2: And then you have character walk in, make, a, make the joke of, haha, still ripping people off.
0: Sure glad that joke's not being made, like, the only black character in the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah.
2: But, like, the king,
3: the, the goat of all <laughs> bad decision-making and writing, comes uh, down uh, to uh, the final scene with the antagonist. The moment you get to find out the motivation, and he shrugs and walks
2: off. <laughs> fucking, just fucking... Thanks oh. for
0: wasting your time, dickheads. Bye. Most successful Isakai.
2: It's like, why did oh. you drop in a game and try to murder us, Mr. Kaiba? It's like, uh. Oh. Mm. It's like, <laughs> all right, good talk. But and that's,
0: that's it's it, even worse that, like, the protagonist accepts the answer. It's like, oh. Protagonist not only accepts the answer, Mike, but it's like, that's my role model.
2: <laughs> the international terrorist.
3: <laughs> yeah, like the, like, we, we were passing ideas between, like, mass murder and genocidist and things like that. Because he literally murders, like, 4,000 people. Man who
0: built a brain microwave and killed 6,000 people. And he gets past all consumer standards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so dumb.
2: I think we find out 4,000 people have died by the end of the uh, the two years, by the end of SAO. Yeah, mm-hmm. This guy is responsible, and to be clear, he specifically is responsible. For Mm. those 4,000 deaths.
3: It was all him. No cohorts, as far as we know.
2: No Uh, co-conspirators. No, no, you do. You do. You explore that one guy. That one incel. The um, guy from the guild Asana's in.
0: Uh, Yeah, but he's not related to the game. He's not related to the creation of the game. He's just an asshole in the game.
2: No, I'm, I'm saying he's one of these people that runs around and murders people, though.
0: It's fine. He dies and there's no consequences mentally to Kirito for that whatsoever.
2: No, it's fine because then they just get married for some fucking reason.
0: But they get married because they love each other. That's like the thing I have the least right, problem right, no. with. I have no <laughs>
2: problem with people getting married because they love each other, to be clear. The problem is they go from like barely knowing each other. And to be clear, yes. they do barely know each other in the manga. Because the
0: manga cuts so much out.
2: The manga goes, here's Kirito. Smash cut to two years later. Is Asna. They're married now,
3: young. Love. Well, to be fair, they had to have a long discussion about the ethics code first. No, that's no <laughs> right. Yeah, no, nope. enough of that. Uh, and let's not turn uh, this into the
0: online podcast. No, again. no, we, we did two of those already. Yeah, this is episodes <laughs> 50 and 51 if you want a journey back through the hell that was. Oh, I
2: forgot online. about the ethics code. That's just. I'm sorry, that just makes me chuckle every time.
0: It's so stupid. Just of how dumb it is. You need to turn
3: the ethics code <laughs> off to fuck, but not to kill people.
2: <laughs> it's just, why, why is that even a thing?
0: But now, <laughs> focus. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me bring you back, because now you have to pick between spider. that and spider monsters. Have fun, kids. Honestly, it's a tough choice. Because they're both shit.
2: <laughs> not even spider i
3: think mean, that's fair it's like and i respect your choice but at least at least sword art online has that really strong premise
2: i, I at don't least it has that wasted Did, do you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want
0: me to go next then mike yeah go for it i pick sword art online i oh, it's the, str- the strong premise <laughs> and irrelevant
2: it does nothing with it
0: well, it does do things, but it just does no, a it shit. doesn't... No, it, does it doesn't. It does a shit like, job of realising everything. But at the end of the you day...
1: If it's day star- you this is die. my
0: section, shut up. At the end of the day, <laughs> it has a strong start. A lot of the ideas at the end, while bungled, are still engaging. And if you could fill in the cliff notes, which I can, because of my experience, it could make up for some of the shortfalls. Don't get me wrong, the manga is the worst version of SEO to explore, but I'd still rather have morbid curiosity over that than the absolute nonsense boredom that is spider monster where it's one volume of him making out with a spider with no payoff and then one volume of his psychotic girlfriend and her boyfriend with no real payoff it's sophie's choice because they're both dog shit and sword art online will lose in the next round and i haven't even mm. got the back it up so i don't know what it's going to lose to but it will but uh y- yeah uh uh, regrettably, I choose Sword Art Online of the two because it's the lesser of two evils.
2: Okay, wrong. Disagree.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Because now I'm left with a situation where I have to t- break the tie, you asshole.
2: <laughs> Man, almost like he knew that
3: would happen.
1: <sighs> yes.
3: So I am left in a situation where obviously I don't think either of them are going to win. So I now need to compare apples to apples here. So. When I look at the two next to each other... Uh, there's
0: a worm in both of these apples. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they've, they fell from the tree many years ago and have rotted into compost, but they are still apples, technically. So, Sword Art Online, for all of its faults, does have a coherent plot. Spider doesn't. Spider has some interesting ideas, but Sword Art Online's are, ideas are better. Honestly, the romances are about equal in both because you just very very badly bungled in Sword Art Online and just weird in Spider. Investment-wise I guess I'm more in favor of Sword Art Online on that point as well because I'm invested enough to be annoyed that they didn't do anything with it I guess. So I think I'm coming out in favour of Sword Art Online here. Because honestly, I could read that again. I wouldn't want to. And if you bring in the whole, I had fun with the episode because Phil's in so much pain, then yeah.
0: And still is, clearly. And still,
3: and still is, yeah. Then Fucking yeah, Sword on. Art Online, I think, wins it there. But honestly, neither of them are great. <laughs> so,
0: take take that however you want.
2: Terrible choices, the both of you.
3: Sword
0: <laughs> online is into round two. The Isekai goat lives again. Oh, who'd have <laughs> fucking guessed? Ah, uh, I, I wish I'd scripted that, but it was all randomly RNGed. So um, yeah, I fully
3: expected your laughing sound to crying, though. D-
0: yeah, I d- d- Yeah, I uh, sadly I have to maintain the veneer as host, so I have to keep it together. But uh, <laughs> I despise the fact that it's true. But uh, let's, uh, let's, let's lighten the tone now. Let's uh, jump over to a, a couple of much better matchups between much better series. We've, we've drowned in the trash for a little too long. So our next matchup, first of all, with another currently airing anime, actually, uh, Komi Can't Communicate, a.k.a. Komi Sanwa, Komi Dezu. Written and drawn by Tomahita Oda. This is ongoing with 25 volumes, 16 of which are available via Viz. And you can watch the anime on Netflix. All of season one is on there. And they say season two is coming to, it's going to start airing on there very soon. But it's Netflix, so who knows? There's also a TV drama version.
2: Oh, well, it's fine. They'll, they'll just say, no, sorry, we're busy making uh, ads to uh, Netflix.
0: We're too busy translating the blackboard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are they going to go back and fix that yet?
3: Because that's the <laughs> only... I only know two things about the Komi can not Communicate anime. One, they didn't translate that whole blackboard scene.
2: They
0: didn't translate
2: most
3: background notes and things. But it was especially egregious in that one scene because yes. the way the scene works.
0: Like why would that be important in a show where characters are constantly writing things down because one of them can't really talk?
3: <laughs> yes. And the only other thing I know is since then the internet is hella thirsty for commie
2: herself. To be fair, the internet's thirsty for insert waifu of the season.
3: Yeah, I in no way interact with any of any community that is to do with that. And I have seen the thirst. And it is
0: palpable. I mean, the only other thing I would say about the anime is uh, I'm happy for OPM, who have finally come out of their shadow of just being the Pokemon studio. They've proven with this and a couple of other series. They're good talents.
3: Yeah, as far as the manga goes, this is the story of a girl who has some sort of inability to talk
0: Crippling social anxiety is probably the best way.
3: Yeah. Something to that effect. It's never like medically diagnosed or anything, but the point is she doesn't talk. And that's fine. It's about how to communicate with this person. He turns out to be quite a nice person but isn't good with, you know, people and things and communicating in general. So it's about her her new friends trying to get her to come out of her shell a bit. It's essentially the whole thing.
2: One of the big things is she's like the school Madonna. Like Everyone's like, oh my god, she's so pretty, she's so cool. Wish I could be friends with her, but no one's friends with her.
0: In another example of unrealistic uh, school environments, they're like, oh my god, she's the greatest, she's the best, she's amazing, and like in, in the nicest way, I don't care how pretty you are, if you didn't talk, people would be like, oh my god, there's the mute freak.
2: I mean, to be fair, I don't think it's expecting you to think it's a realistic school environment when it's got like a ninja and a knight and a...
0: I don't recall those characters. <laughs> the closest we got was the Chinebio. Oh, no, what am I talking about? Sorry, I forgot the Yander.
3: Yeah, um, while I do remember the premise of this and the general gist of it, I don't remember any of the finer points from this whatsoever because it was ultimately very forgettable.
0: Bullshit, Mike. She's trying to make 100 friends and I remember most of them, so I call nonsense.
2: That is one of the big things with the series: is everyone's name is a reflection of, or like a pun of who they are. I do remember that. Yeah, I
3: remember. I got very tired of it very quickly.
0: Point is, much like Shikamori, it's a nice wholesome thing about for the main, apart from the apart
2: from the kidnapping.
0: Yeah, got that, that little
2: kidnapping bit. Yeah, and and the part where Najima's clearly bullying Komi at times.
0: Sure. But like, it's more, that comes across more as childhood teasing than anything. Like, point I want to try to make, I guess, is unlike, say, a Shikimori, which has no plot, but is wholesome. This is pretty wholesome, but also has the actual driving force of, I want to make a hundred friends as a plot.
3: This is definitely better than Shikimori is. Shikimori, when I say it's forgettable, I, I just mean that I forgot it. Because when you're saying all these things, yeah, I do vaguely remember them. And obviously it has a plot involved. Uh, Shikimori didn't. And this is definitely one of the better ones we have read, and it is more wholesome. Uh, I remember not really enjoying it, though, because it still felt very, very bland.
0: I'm gonna assume you said nothing fucking happened, and I argued that, because that sounds like a remember.
3: thing we do. Probably, yeah. I mean, go back and listen to the episode and find out, because I legitimately don't remember my opinions on this. I remember it existed, I remembered the, uh, I remember the premise, vague plot, but... Yeah. All all these characters you're mentioning, I don't remember any of those. I don't remember them being particularly standout-ish because I remember that the whole point was mostly revolving around Kami, this female character, and the male lead as well. and Him trying to get her to be better at communication and come out of her shell a bit. And that was really it. And that in itself is fine. It's wholesome.
0: I vaguely recall, and I could be wrong here, but this might be the episode where you said pretty early on, I don't know how we're going to do an episode on this, nothing happens, and that it was yeah. about two hours.
2: Yeah. To be fair, I feel like Mike Classic. says that quite a lot.
3: I do say that quite a lot. Classic Mike move.
0: Shall we move on to what Coby's up against? Sure. Cool. Uh, this is actually uh, one of Phil's choosing. Another one of our Exma uh, shorts. How to Make an Invisible Man. Tomei Ningen. No. Kata, written and drawn by A.G. Masada. This is uh, finished at one volume, although it's not been licensed. And I would not. It, there's no anime, and I wouldn't expect one unless you got an OVA. But a bit late for that. Uh, this was. This was all right, apart from one of the final reveals.
3: I remember this one being. It was one of our one shots. And I remember it being a very, very interesting idea because it wasn't necessarily about literal invisibility. It wasn't your power fantasy of, like, getting superpowers or anything like that. It was literally about a guy who decided, what if I'd never existed? And allowing that idea to spread into his actual life, like, giving into the impulse and, like, yeah, what if I didn't? and he actually starts to become invisible, not in like the traditional, literally transparent sense, but in the people just start forgetting him around him and they like can't keep memories of him. And it's happened slowly. And over that period of time where he realizes it's happening, he starts to regret and he starts to try and find what is his links to the world. And he gains an appreciation of like of like his place in the world and what he means to other people and stuff along the way. And then at the end of the thing, he become, becomes solid again, I guess, visible again. And it's all a lesson learned. And so it's an interesting idea, and it plays with a single idea. I also remember it requires you to just hand wave or yada yada, a lot of stuff along the way. Like, it never really explores the idea of...
0: It doesn't explore, is definitely the theme. Like, when you start to think about the concept of him non-existing, but still then, being yeah, able
2: so to interact. Remember, there's definitely issues. That it doesn't go into.
0: Oh, there's a big issue.
2: We'll ignore that one for now.
0: Oh, is that you just want to ignore ignore the. Uh, no, 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 I'm fucking... just
2: saying. All we'll, we'll, uh, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't
3: explore ideas of, like, what if he picked up a drinks can and threw it at someone? It doesn't explore anything like that. And, like, it doesn't explore the fact that he clearly exists, so he still needs to, like, eat and stuff. It doesn't explore anything like that. It's literally just focused on the one idea which I suppose is probably a good thing because it was in a one-shot.
0: Yes. It's better that it doesn't get bogged down.
3: Yeah. And like, it explores ideas of, like, can you truly be forgotten by the people who mean the most to you and mm-hmm. shit like that, which is especially galling because his family forgets him. <laughs>
2: but, yeah. Well, which, which brings us on to the other point, doesn't it? Which Sure does. To. You, yeah. you meet another invisible person who is the antagonist of the story, I guess. I guess who we later find out is in fact his sister who he didn't even realize he had because obviously she turned invisible and he forgot about her.
1: Yeah,
3: which is an interesting idea until, you know, they get to the part where they start macking on each other.
2: To be clear, when she starts macking on him...
3: Oh, sure, 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 but it doesn't matter. It happens. It comes out of nowhere. Like, it really is... It does feel like the writer intended for it to be like this weird sort of like para-romantic thing and then put it down for a while, and then forgot that they were doing that, and like, oh, we're
0: actually brother and sister.
2: <laughs> well, I, I think you could have had something where it was like, actually, they used to go out or something. They weren't brother and sister.
0: Oh, there are many ways it could be wholesome and not later drop they're family.
2: To be honest, they don't even necessarily have to drop their family. They could have just dropped the sheep Max on him.
0: Either one. You can drop yeah, one or yeah. the other. Making it both is weird.
2: Yeah, it it's just, but why was this done? It doesn't really do anything, doesn't advance the plot in any way beyond the fact you have one little sort of throwaway line from another character that happens to be there.
0: Like, if it's a choice between the two, I would definitely be dropping the kiss and keeping the quite neat reveal.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So that's very distracting. Fr- frankly, it doesn't really derail the plot all that much. It's just a a sore thumb sticking out, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's again, like noble. in the context of, uh, there's only like eight or nine chapters of this it is a complete story and while there are elements when you think about you would like, oh, but what if he did this? What if this happened? It's not really like, it tells its story around its three players and it does that well.
2: Yeah, it' a one volume and done. So it just does, it's not worth going into that sort of detail of, oh but what if he tried to do this, that or the other it's like, nah. <laughs> yes.
3: And, but then uh, it likes to play with other ideas like Cause he comes back to back to life, back to he becomes visible once again. And the idea of that is you come back when you realize you can't truly be forgotten or you realize You, that you... find
0: a place to belong.
3: Yeah, like you find your reason for being, kind of thing. And so it plays with that idea and then at the end of that, like the very end, you see like his sister has also
2: Yeah, you you get a little epilogue where he's together with the girl he likes, and they have a kid, I guess. Then his sister walks off a boat and is like, ah!
3: She has also found her reason to be here, kind of thing. If you can forgive the part where they start macking on each other, then this all comes down to, your enjoyment of this comes down to, whether or not you can get on board with the point it's making. The point it's revolving around. The whole idea of finding where you belong and what if you just son- suddenly stopped existing. That sort of thing. It's a story that's been told a bunch of times, but never quite in this way. And it all comes down to that because the story doesn't really focus on the complexities of the mechanics of the world or anything like that. It just says, this is what it is. We're not going to try and explain it further because that's not what this is about. Yeah,
2: like the, the focus isn't the fact that they are invisible. It's about their place in the world, and discovering why they made that decision, why it was a bad decision.
3: It ultimately comes down to how much you resonate with the message. And I suppose that's the same with Kami as well. Like how, how much you resonate with not so much the message, but with like the characters. Which is why for me, I'm definitely going to be going with the Invisible Man one. Because I resonate more with the message than I do with those characters. I like the idea that, and it's played with quite well, that these people choose to not exist because they feel like they're so unimportant but then they realize once that existence is taken away they realize now what they have and that's ultimately what brings them back it's a very real story told in a very weird way whereas commie can't communicate is a very weird story told in a real way i guess <laughs> which is kind of you kind of I can see that yeah and so i prefer I'm, I'm gonna go with the invisible man in this category
0: Fair enough. I mean, for me, I feel Invisible Man definitely explores more interesting ideas and is obviously a rounded story by the virtue of it's one volume and done. So I do respect it for that. And annoying macking aside, it doesn't have many major real faults. But on the flip side, I'm also very engaged in the cast of Commie for the main. Like even the Yander, I kind of like as a character. So go figure. I'm, I'm a psychopath. What do you know? But uh, I like Nagatora.
3: Yes, you do. <laughs> dirty, dirty boy.
0: Yes, but uh, I'm also engaged with Kami, and I actually do own a volume of Kami, and will probably at some point buy more or check out the anime. So neither of them are bad, but uh, I'm more engaged with Kami. And like if it was a case of On the Shelf was more Kami or the, a volume of Invisible Man, I'd probably buy more Kami. So um, they're both good. It sucks the one that one has to go out this early, but uh, I'm with me and her many friends. That
3: is how the format works. It is. So, Phil, take us home. Break the tie. I
2: have to admit, I'm, I'm a bit surprised, Tix. I didn't think you guys were going to be as favourable to Invisible Man as you have been. Yeah,
3: I, I really like it.
2: I think this is a hard one for me. Sort of as Sean said, they're both really good. Like I, and it definitely does suck. One of them has to go out. I think I said this with Ash of Purgatory. It's a bit hard because Invisible Man it has the advantage of being a complete story, which I think will always give series an advantage in this sort of competition. Like I like comedy; the characters are good. How in general, I feel that is all it's got going for it in some ways. Like it is a not not a literal fight of the week, but a insert character of the week series which is it's not bad there's nothing wrong with that i mean people of power rangers and super sentai and whatnot
0: guess what else i watch
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes i know you do Point is, i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that that style that format
0: i mean to be clear commie has made bank so
2: yeah yeah this and this thing like commie is a big series i know it's probably one of the biggest series at the moment outside of your one pieces and your big shonens and things uh, I'd really like Invisible Man but that's, I will say I think I'm a bit biased because I actually really like just about everything Master Ag, the manga cast on.
0: You're allowed to. I mean, I know what one of those series is, I don't know. You,
2: you do like, know what one of those series is, yes. They're, they're only really successful series bizarrely.
0: Yeah, people like fucking monsters.
2: Not exactly what the series is about, but sure.
0: I, oh, I'm I mean, I've already. not Basically, from the title... But someone has
2: not read it. I've yes. not
0: read it, but from the title, I was like, oh, it's a Monster Mizume rip-off, got it.
2: Yeah, not, not really about Monster fucking. Yeah, well, I'm out. As such. <laughs> I'm off-board. But yeah, I, I, it also has a bit of a unique art style. Like, It's not super outrageous, but it's one of those styles where you could look at a random page and you could be like, oh, that's a Master AG piece. You can just sort of tell.
1: Yeah, definitely for that episode. I think
0: we all, whether by choice or not, ended up picking things from like famous authors.
2: Yeah. Well there you go. That's my vote.
0: You didn't actually vote.
2: Did I not say Invisible Man?
0: You have now.
2: I I pick Invisible Man, yeah.
0: <laughs> you were like it was leaning towards it, but you never actually just said did,
2: did,
0: I, that You <laughs> can't vote for both, Phil. <laughs> you can't just what swap out on online out for commie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, now, ooh, this is interesting. Now we've got a a Mike versus Phil battle, another another couple oh, of good series. So more tough times for me, probably, because they're both probably going to pick the one they chose. So first of all, episode 35, The Way of the house husband, a.k.a. Goku Shufudo, uh, written and drawn by Kosuke Ono. Uh, this is a song going with nine volumes, seven of which are available through Viz. You can watch the anime on Netflix, all 10 episodes of it, but you shouldn't. <laughs> and there's also a TV drama and a live-action film version.
3: Yeah, like, this is another one of those. I've not watched the anime, but from what I understand, it was a bit botched.
0: It's, it's crazy how... Because, obviously, Kobby's also, also on Netflix. So you have, like, Kobi, a real big success story for a Netflix anime. And then you have Way of the House Husband*, which should have been a big success story for a Netflix anime.
3: If they hadn't just printed the panels out.
0: Yeah. But uh, luckily... We're not reviewing the anime version, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're reviewing the uh, yeah. subpar manga version. <laughs> wow. He said it lied, not me. <laughs> no,
2: dude, no, this isn't Sword Art, Mike.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, th- there is definitely problems with this. The story of this one is, this time it's not a girl, it's a man who was part of the Yakuza. A particularly brutal part of the Yakuza who then just meets the right woman and decides to leave that life and settle down and become a house husband, and then hijinks ensue when his old life comes knocking. But he's so goddamn badass that he can, even though he always applies his Yakuza logic to everything, he always gets out completely unscathed, and it's all a matter of laughs the entire way down.
2: So you say his old life comes knocking, does it? Am I forgetting something?
0: are a few characters from his past life, right?
2: Well, I know every so often you get, like, current Yakuza members who are like, wait a minute, that's whoever.
0: The legendary guy.
2: The legendary, insert nickname here.
0: That's Kiryu Kazia, the character Mike doesn't know. Yes. <laughs> that's the guy that was with the guy and
3: in... Yeah, I, I've, I've not played Yakuza. And <laughs> during that episode, I also said, I've not seen Yakuza and they're like, it's a game I'm like, Oh, well, there you go. Then.
2: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, like, I, I know, you know, you occasionally get actual Yakuza members. So like, Oh my God. It's, it's this really well-known former Yakuza member. We thought he died. I guess I, I don't know.
0: Oh my God. He's holding a rubber duck. He's going to drown me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That, that's sort of the theme of the, the manga, isn't it? Like he's doing some innocuous thing and everyone's like, he's a Yakuza member he still looks fairly yakuza
0: chapters become one of two things either people interacting with him and shitting themselves generally because he's a yakuza or him tackling a normal household task in a very yakuza dark mannerisms way
3: yeah there's one where a kid breaks a toy or something and so they like we've got to bury it in the yard like evade the authorities all right man it's just a model or something
0: you're far more down on this now than you were at the time like i must I say don't know. I, like
3: I remember that it was fun and i remember enjoying it and it's just i don't know if like it's distance and time
0: because i feel like you said not that you would like go through and like buy it all in one go but that you said like you could like read a volume of this once a year or so yeah that
2: does sound familiar
0: and that still could be the case
2: i think one of the big things we said was sort of like it was good, but the problem was over two volumes we had... So I think the, volume, uh, the chapters are quite short as well, so... They are, yeah. You actually have quite a few chapters in those two volumes.
3: Essentially, you get one hijinx per chapter.
2: After two volumes, we're like, right, this is great, but what happens for the other however many volumes throughout were out at that point?
0: Now I think about it, it has very similar problems to the Shikamori, which is when you shotgun two volumes, you go like, this is great, but can there be forward momentum.
2: Yeah,
3: every single uh, chapter in a vacuum is very funny. Like if I was doing like doom scrolling and somebody like posted like a chapter of it on your Facebooks or whatever, and I read it there, I'm like, oh, that was a fun distraction. I'll move on with life now. So, yeah, I would enjoy this like once or twice, like in a vacuum because they are charming and they are funny. They are very silly, but it gets to the point where it's like, OK, I get it now, you know? like we've been here we've done that can you evolve it a bit please and to be fair it's always different and somewhat unique in each instance like it's just a different aspect of life and like it's fine imagine if you're watching any of your standard sketch shows but every sketch was the same characters doing the same thing it gets really tiresome you know and i think this is good and i make no mistake i do think it's good just like reading it in a two-volume format did not do it favours. And then, like, it also starts very, very shakily. Like, it has a lot of, like... I remember it had a lot of setups with no real execution on those setups.
0: Yeah, the the, the, the first few chapters, because of the nature of how it had been not serialised at that point, always was, like, on a limited release. They'd end in what you felt was mid, mid-story.
3: Like, the one I remember was a dodgy knife salesman comes to his door And he starts talking about, like, oh, is is the knife strong enough to cut up a body and stuff like that. Like, really, like, scaring this guy to thinking that he might be murdered by this man if he's being dishonest. But then by the end of it, he's just like, no, don't buy the knife. Like, oh,
0: okay.
3: Like, it's got really no payoff whatsoever. Within the two volumes we read, they do get over that and they do start constructing proper narratives. And that's good. But then at that point, it's like, yeah, we've done this joke already. It just—it's just a little tiring to read over time, much like Shikimori, as Sean points out. In a vacuum, great, but
2: nah. So I, I think we said at the time, like we read two volumes, they were great, but unless there was something fresh going forward, it was kind of just a bit. Uh... Yeah,
3: it needs to evolve and go from there because it made no real attempt. It added characters and stuff, which will probably come back again, but that's not the same as evolution. That's That's just adding more to the current thing. And so that's not what you really want in the situation. But yeah, it was fun. No denying that. And despite the fact that I'm kind of talking with like a a minor tone on it, (laughs) I'm talking with like like a downer voice.
0: Even though he sounds jaded, he still loves it, really.
3: I don't love it, but I can absolutely see it getting through the round all the same because it's still good. make no mistake it is good and it is worth reading it was just like on reflection it's just i would not want to read it again let's put it that way even though the chapters were short and sweet and sometimes quite funny if i had to sit and read it all again it would be more annoying knowing full well that for those two volumes nothing's really accomplished it's like it is a comedy thing and it's clearly meant to be like a comedy sketch thing but it's the same sketch Yes, fundamentally the joke, the punchline changes, but it's the same sketch, guys. And that's my real issue with it. So, yeah, I could absolutely see it winning this because, Zid, for what you get, it's well-written. I can't hammer that point home enough. It is well-written and it is an entertaining read. But,
0: uh, yeah, it just gets tired. Well, do you want to find out what it's up against? Oh, please. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, aka Tenchi Shitara Slime Data Ken, episode 33. Written by Fuse, art by Taiki Kawakame. This is ongoing with 20 volumes of the manga, 21 volumes of the light novel, and also there's a novel version and so many spin offs. License is split between Kodansha, who've done 18 volumes of the manga, and Yenpress, who've done 13 volumes of the light novels, and then spin offs split between them. And you can watch the anime over on Crunchyroll and Funimation. There's 48 episodes total and 5 OVAs. Plus, that spin off series I forget the name of, and a film later this year. Phil, do you, you want to take this away, buddy? You are Slime Stan McGee.
2: Sure. This was the other half of our Summer of Isakai. This was my pick. So, Slime, just as the title implies, your yeah, average Joe Schmoe, man dies in, let's say, hilarious circumstances. He finds himself in your box standard Isekai world swords, magic, that kind of jazz. Except he is now a slime. We see him going about trying to live life as a slime, trying to build a place to live and build a place for other monsters to live, free from being murdered by humans, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a shit power fantasy where he gets overpowered as a god from the beginning, uh, absorbs a dragon, because why not, and then has no issues and obstacles at any point. Oh, you need some magic swords? Here you go. Oh, you need some magical healing juice? Here you go. Oh, no, there's some wolves there. I'm taking them over.
3: Sure, Sean, stop. You're just describing what's sort of online again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but like the <laughs> fundamental power fantasy bombs that that has are cranked up to 11 here. <laughs>
3: I remember actually enjoying this one quite a lot because, while yes, I do completely agree with you, all the standard power fantasy stuff is very much present. I remember it playing with some ideas and being a little more interesting than your standard power fantasy.
2: So it, the long-term idea behind it is less fighty-fighty. It's more him trying to build a place, establish relations with other countries and things trying to make a nice place to live, rather than, oh no, here's the thing, I've got to beat and pull out superpower number 5,000.
1: Yeah. Uh, It
3: it didn't have strange, like, rankings and stuff, if I remember correctly. Not in the traditional sense, anyway, but there was a little bit of that in there. It didn't have, like, the mango, explodey, whatever, involved.
0: Mango, explodey, Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, it, it wasn't like dragon ball z-esque style power levels and stuff is what i mean wasn't like a man could he could like explode anything with a thought just because the plot said so it was more a case of he found himself in this convenient situation which i know sounds bad because it's the same as everything else except he does have to work for it that's the key difference (laughs) like everything he gains he actually has to work for himself. He's not literally handed the keys to the castle.
0: I... We remember different series, but go on. <laughs> well,
3: it's because, yes, he eats the dragon, quote-unquote. Sundari dragon. Sundari dragon, which is very silly, but quite funny. And that, But that's because of some weird rule that's... a weird magic spell that's, like, kept this dragon in a cave, and it's, like, some weird playing of the rules where, like, if he's inside a slime stomach, then he gets to leave
0: You know, now I think about it, we never meet another slime. We do never meet another slime.
3: Like, it's very much a point of this whole story that slimes are essentially non-threatening in this world.
0: Yeah, imagine your Dragon Quest slime, like, the the standard mook that you offer at the start of the game.
3: They are supposedly the
2: weakest thing in the world.
0: Yeah,
3: and this is why I'm saying it's like he works up to it, because he literally has to get everything. Like, he starts by absorbing the ability to see and smell and, and like hear and stuff.
0: Yeah, he starts in a cave where he has a bajillion rare he- healing minerals, which he absorbs, and the bajillion rare rocks. See, now absorbed. that one
3: is bullshit. After being given, give
0: ah, oh, I'm dying, I'm hot and or cold, so I get perfect hot and or cold resistance.
3: <laughs> no, the one I will call BS on is like the healing herb thing, because he spends like the first however long of his new slime life just eating rocks, because why not? Yeah, and then it just so happens later on that you find out, ah, those herbs that he was eating combined perfectly in his stomach to make healing potions. Like, all right, all right, sure, whatever. I mean, I
0: suppose at least to the slime's credit, unlike Spider, he actually gets out of the cage.
3: He does get out of the cave, yeah. That is true. And like, I, I just like that there is a definite progression to what he does. Like, he gets out of there, he's got these basic powers, he upgrades on those powers, and then he eventually starts, like, converting a village of goblins into like an actual like functioning village in society which is just weird but and it's different so yeah i'm into it they start to worship him as a god because they can hand them whatever they need which fair enough but then yeah it just progresses from there he essentially starts the goblin nation and just starts building from there like oh okay and you see every step of the way it's not like blah 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 two years later you actually get to witness this whole journey and they write it in an entertaining, engaging way. It's not shoveled exposition at you most of the time.
0: Trust me, for all my shitting on slime, it's better than SAO.
3: <laughs> sure, but that's not difficult. Not, not a high bar. It's a very low bar. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think it, had, it has interesting ideas that it plays with along the end. The parts I don't like about it are the parts where it kind of bails out of that slow progression. So the things like eating the magical herbs just so coincidentally gets him get this. Things like, he was hot once, so he has heat resistance now. Like, like, yeah, I believe it's a thing this slime could do in this world. But as writing goes, it's very convenient.
0: Yeah, like the manga also does it, like the anime does it a little better and they addresses all these things at the start, whereas the manga then flashes back and goes, remember when you were dying and you were like, I'm so hot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he is. Well,
0: that's the thing. By the end of this... Oh, I mean... <laughs> I, when, they, when he gets his transformation, yeah, you know, I... I Maybe.
3: Which is actually one of the points that annoyed me a little bit about it. Because I was totally on board with this thing just being about this spherical blob this entire time. And, like, the wacky adventures of this blob. But no, now they're, like, giving him a human transformation. It's like, oh, okay.
0: Let's for for
2: what that. it's worth, you still regularly see him as a blob. Yeah,
3: yeah, but the fact that he has the but option now... You won't now, see
0: the spider regularly as a human, i tell you that. No.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure that they're both great series further down the line. But uh, yeah, I actually did like what we got uh, in Slime because I liked it showing the progression and just showing you some ideas executed well, which are not shown in other things. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's good, but they do it in a way that makes it entertaining. And that's why I really, really like Slime. At least the first two volumes that we did read. So, as for which one wins the category, though, hmm,
2: I don't
0: know. I say now you have to pick between Mike's Eisner winning choice or Phil's beloved Isekai.
2: I'll tell you what, I'll go first because I don't think it'll surprise anyone. I pick Slime.
0: Whoa, steady on, though.
2: As I said, I had no problem with Wade the House Husband, but it was very much two volumes, and it was like, unless someone comes along and tells me they changed the formula up i have no massive desire to read further whereas i have like nine volumes of slime and i would happily buy even more i was
0: gonna say like in fairness i don't know if anything in year two is going to win for you against slime considering slime is i know one of the things you're most invested in currently
1: i
2: I mean i think there's things that could but yes i i have very specifically bought volumes of slime and i will continue to buy volumes of slime
0: all right what about you sean what do I pick? Well, uh, do I pick the pretty decent comedy that kind of runs out of steam because it lacks forward momentum? Or do I pick the decent isekai but that I despise all the power fantasy elements of because I think it is some of the most egregious in all of isekai? I, 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 I trust you to make me go before you. Yeah. I guess I. Ultimately, if it was like, which one would I like to revisit? House Husband is neat, but I would need to know that it actually did something more than what it currently is, whereas Slime, for all of my faults in it, does have elements I can latch onto and enjoy. And I did, in fact, watch the anime for a bit until I fell off because of all the Power Fantasy nonsense. But I can see a world where I get back into Slime, as of what I know currently, House Husband Not so much. So I guess I'll vote for slime.
2: Whoa!
0: I know I hate myself, but here (laughs) we are. So to be clear, there I've I voted slime through, and Phil's voted spider through. So there you go. (laughs) Peace in our time, Mike.
3: As far as I'm concerned, for this one, yeah, I'm just sort of thinking about this and like, which one would I like to go back to? I would probably just due to my own personal tastes, I would probably go back to slime over. Where the house husband but where the house husband is really very good so while i know my choice is redundant regardless because there's already two in favor of slime it is actually a tough choice for me if i if we go to an alternate reality where i'm the deciding vote i would probably also stick with slime on this one i think because it does suck to see uh where the house husband go because while i had a more dour attitude towards it it is very good and if you get the opportunity to read it, you should.
2: I don't think any of us regret reading those two volumes or anything. No. Oh, God, that. No. It's just when you're looking at it, it's like, great, I've read those two volumes. Do I have a reason to read more than those two volumes?
3: That's the thing. I think there is reason to read them. And the only reason I'm picking Slime over House Husband is because I have to pick one. And I would gladly own both of these and I would gladly go back to the shelf and read one chapter of Way of the House Husband and then pick up Slime and read an entire volume of it so ultimately that's where this comes to it's, a, it's got more like interest for me and so unfortunately that's where it is
0: and look at him there lying because he doesn't buy manga
3: I'm just saying if <laughs> we're in this parallel universe remember true
0: yes Moving on, and speaking of fucking, it's time for two series about <laughs> no, no, romance. No, no,
3: let's skip this one. Let's <laughs> skip this one. I want to do this one. Do
0: you know what's coming up, Mike? Have well, you you're talking together? about fucking,
3: and I don't think we talked that much about fucking this year. And so it's got to be one of them has to be Kiss exes.
0: Whoa, okay. That's what Mike thinks. <laughs> so first up, World's End Harem, a.k.a. Shumatsu oh, no Harem.
2: Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, that was a thing.
0: Yeah, no. uh, written by Link, art by Katara Shono. This is ongoing with 14 volumes in the spinoff. Uh, Seven Seas have released the first 12 volumes and the spinoff. And you can watch the 11 episode anime on Crunchyroll because it actually did air in the end.
3: Because I'm, I'm just thinking about this. I think we only actually did two manga this year that are directly about fucking. And that means this bracket is World's End Harem and Kiss Exis. Yeah, you don't know what it's against. <laughs> I don't, but...
2: Ugh. When you say directly, does that mean you're ignoring Redo of a Healer,
3: Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Because that's not about fucking, that's about sexual assault.
2: You should always ignore Redo of a Healer. You
3: absolutely should. Given the opportunity to read it, you should not.
2: Not. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever told you to read it, slap them.
3: (laughs) Stop being friends with them. But this one, though, honestly, (laughs) is not a whole lot
0: better than Reto of a (sighs) Healer. This is, how far can you go up to the line without it actually being hentai? (laughs) Without it actually being sexual assault,
2: yes. This was the one where the main character has some disease that I forget exactly which.
3: Multiple sclerosis or something.
2: And through the wonder of future technology, he's going to be cryogenically frozen for five years. While the AI comes up with a cure and five years later he gets unfrozen and apparently there was a deadly, deadly virus called the MK virus.
0: It's the Milton Keynes virus. <laughs> the Mortal Combat
3: virus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that killed basically every man on Earth except those with multiple sclerosis.
3: Who also happened to be in cryogenic stasis. Yes.
2: But there's no cure for this virus yet. But because uh, our main character is immune to it, he's got to get to boning.
3: Because, you know, the way you repopulate a species is to have just enough, or just just little enough, genetic diversity to father a third generation.
2: <laughs> I think we did actually lock this up in the air. We did. <laughs> I think the numbers did work out just,
3: just about, yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't eliminate the, the icky factor of it.
0: Oh, no. But I remember this debate in the episode. like You were very yes. caught up on that. while I was like, if it's the end of the world, <laughs> yeah. like you've got to do what you've got to do. And Mike was like, nah, just kill them all. Just end the species. Because
3: what my argument was, if you've gotten to that point where this is required, <laughs> you're fucked already.
0: Uh, like the, the yes, yes you are. gone.
3: <laughs> they straight up attempt sexual coercion. <laughs>
0: They sleep with him, that one of them gets naked in the shower with him and forces him to drink alcohol.
3: And mm-hmm. don't they like tie him to a chair and start straddling him at one point as well?
0: That's another faction of people. But yeah,
2: yes, there, there's essentially a faction of people that are like, no, no, don't give them a choice in the matter. Just get fucking.
0: Yeah, if we if we send these drug addled girls after him, um, he'll have no choice. Yep,
3: yep. the people who had been like straight up porno into it as well. Like, uh, oh, we've given you this drug which makes
0: you super horny all the time. Oh, fuck off. But, like, of course, the anime version, so it's like crazy powerful. And then the final half of, like, volume two just decides to take a left turn and be like, that's nah, focus on this kid. Oh, no, there's another guy before that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, this stud looks fucky, but you know. He- here's number three who got bullied at school because he was.
3: What's he called, like, old grandpa or something? Because he was slow and... Slow Grandpa, that was it. He was slow and had grey hair, because he was, like, sickly.
0: Just frustrating that suddenly the story had left turned into, let's focus on this kid and his problems. And I'm like, can we get back to the actual plot? It was starting to move forward.
3: Uh, It was vaguely starting to move forward, because also the main character, big air quotes there, uh, he was also, like, this prodigy scientist man. Like, I'm going to work on the cure myself. And so he's gonna single handedly solve the thing that all the world's AI have not been able to solve in five years. Oh, I also just fucking remembered. They spend a long time in this explaining as to why it's gotta actually be fucking.
2: Uh, yes, I do remember. You gotta get it straight from the source.
3: Yeah, you gotta get it fresh from the dick. And it can't be like picked up from there, carried over there, and thrown in there. Yeah,
2: they can't. They can't do artificial insemination. Sperm banks are no good. Got to be fresh from the dick.
3: It's got to be fresh, <laughs> like in that moment. Ugh, they spent a long time doing that, essentially convincing us that it has to be this straight-up porno logic. You can't do it any other way.
2: I'd li- I'm sure there was probably. All the things they were saying, oh, it has to be like this, that, the other. To an extent, I understand why they have to do that, because otherwise it is just, yeah, why don't they just do this, and then all the problem's solved. Yes. But yeah, it, it's also, it could have just one-paneled it. It could have just been <laughs> could have, yeah. The, the virus destroyed all sperm samples that were frozen out, I, I don't know.
3: Or, like, if they really wanted to make it all about the fucking, then why didn't they just say, as soon as sperm contacts the air, the virus is still in the air, and it just immediately dies.
2: Yeah. There you go. Well, that's the point, is they could could have explained it in a lot quicker way, but they spent like... A long time. Two, three pages on it.
3: Like a long time. It's
2: very important, you know, that they have to specifically fuck.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) That's a thing they spend time doing. They progress what little plot there is, I guess. This is also the the manga where he runs out of the building after waking up, and a woman goes like, "Oh my
2: god, a man!"
3: <laughs> and starts to grope all over. Reasonable her. reaction in the yeah, context. This thing,
2: like, I don't mind that reaction. I think the weird part of the reaction was she was like, "Oh my god, a man! I'm going to run the fuck away." That's scary. It's like <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it was only five years ago. You know what a man looks like. I was gonna like. say
2: like people still know what. Oh, yeah, extends his sister as well, isn't there?
0: Yes, she's still in there. Although, in fairness, she hasn't tried to bang him yet. Uh, yet.
2: She, she, yeah, that's the thing. The, the yet was the thing. Like...
3: Yeah, because she looked like she was down for it. Yeah. Like, just the way she was talking and acting around him. There's, like, siblingly, sibling love, and then there's
0: that. You, you want sibling love, Mike?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, is, it, is that actually what's coming up? Of course It's not is. that. Oh. It's A Maiden
0: in Love with a Maiden Boy, a.k.a. Atomi Danchi ni Koisaru Atome, written and drawn by Mujirushi Shimazaki. Uh, this is finished at five volumes, but hasn't been licensed and there's no anime. Will Mike remember what this one is? That's what I want to know.
1: No? What
2: the fuck are you talking about? Go on, hazard a guess, Mike. Hazard a guess.
0: Um, wait, so say the, say the title again. A Maiden in Love with a Maiden Boy. So, what I'm thinking is,
3: we read a story about a boy that wears dresses and somehow convinces everyone that he's a woman. And then a gay woman says, Yes, we are, we are women and we are lovers. And he's like, Actually, I'm a man. Not.
1: You got the first bit
3: right. <laughs> And then, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, there's no gay women, lesbian bit, but you, you're right. It's cross dressing. Did I accidentally describe a better plot? No, I like this one. So no, <laughs> fucking. I'm
3: gonna. I'm gonna need to find this on Manga Dex It's again. about
0: a. Uh, cro- this was our four coma. This was our the four coma yes. we reference. Oh, yeah. the okay.
1: Uh,
2: a yeah. guy cross dresses and a girl who is has androphobia. Is that right? That's the one. Yes. Okay. Uh, no. Scared, no, I scared of men, basically. I remember now. Is saved by him one day, and it's like, oh my god, thank you. Like you're such a nice lady. And he's like, actually, I'm a Guy, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And they become friends because she's actually all right around him because she doesn't view do him as a guy.
3: Even though I remember he still identifies as
2: male, he does still identify as a male,
0: which is yeah. fine to be clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then it basically becomes like a love. The two volumes we read is like a love square because there's another. There's like a couple of other friend characters who get introduced, and and it's all very sweet and very cute. And I. Really liked this one because, again, don't get me wrong, because it's a Four Coma, especially, it's not tons of plot and character development and all that, but it is like just a sweet romance story.
3: This actually has way more plot than like Shigimori does.
0: Yes, in that it has one.
3: Yeah, and like this is an example of using a much smaller format in the Four Coma sense and actually fleshing it out, like actually having a coherent plot. Like, I remember this one wasn't really all that bad it was a little little strange in some of the logic they used at times but it was yeah it was actually decent and i because i remember there was one part with the not boyfriend character that wanted to be the protagonist boyfriend but of course she's got androphobia the, i'm, I'm
2: it, gonna say male friend which yes. is not yeah. but the male friend of her yeah. best friend Yeah,
3: Yeah, so he decides to get around this. He's also going to start to learn (laughs) to cross-dress. And he gets, like, really into it. Like, oh, okay. It's just, it's not what you would have expected to happen in this kind of story. But it is very, very sweet. And it's very, very wholesome. I remember that.
0: Yep. And to be clear.
3: all I remember.
0: To be clear, it doesn't, like, there are jokes in it, but it doesn't play the, ha, 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 they're a cross-dresser, they're a trap. It doesn't go for that kind of joke or derogatory laugh. It's it's not meant
3: to be an insult in any regard. It's meant to be a different but wholesome story through and through.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a very like nice cutie series, even yeah. if there isn't necessarily the most substance to it.
3: I mean, it is still a 4 and they have a limited format there, but they still do a lot with it, and that should be commended. If this thing never meant as like an insult or anything like that, it is wholesome. And- yeah,
2: so. One of the big things is, is, obviously, with it being a 4 coma, say, we normally read two volumes, so ballpark 200 pages. But with a four-coma, is 200 chapters in comparison to, say, like, 8 to 20 chapters, depending on if the uh, series we're reading is weekly or monthly or whatever.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, you'd hope to have some development by the end of chapter 200.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's weird, because, like, all these different formats, obviously have their own advantages and disadvantages, but obviously when we're like two volumes, this is what we've read, this is how we feel, sometimes it can skew things one way or another in some ways.
0: Yeah, I do vaguely recall Mike getting a bit tired maybe or burned out because he had to do like two, even though realistically it's the same amount. In the 200 chapter format, it was like, oh my God, yeah. I'm still going.
3: <laughs> yeah, like it, it went on a bit because of that. <laughs> But I, having a lot of separation and even straight up only just remembering this existed just now, (laughs) (laughs) I don't look back on it negatively. I I look back on it fondly, I think.
2: I believe this was the episode of Three Cis White Men.
3: (laughs) Yes, Three Cis White Men discussed. Fixing the world. I mean it's been more than one, let's be honest.
2: Yeah, but I think this I think this was the originator. Was it
3: okay? Free
0: men. Save the world again.
3: But yeah, this one overall. Nice.
2: Yeah, like, nothing nothing wrong with it.
0: So that leave, that means free cis men, we have to make our choice. Do you want keys cross-dressing or do you
2: want Maiden Love?
0: Hardcore fucking. Uh Mike chooses Maiden in love.
2: Can I combine the two?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but that's a different series. (laughs) That's a discussion for you and your girlfriend.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Screw the girlfriend. Discuss it with me.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
3: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm choosing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I like them both. Um, Uh,
2: Do you? Do you? Yeah,
0: I was was positive about World's End Harem. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, like this thing. I think World's End Harem has a fine premise. Yes, yes. It is, as is often said, why the last man, the manga. Though I feel that's a bit harsh on why the last man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they take the same idea, man. Yeah, it's,
2: it's the same idea. Men have disappeared, sort of, from the face of the earth, and gotta do whatever, depending on which one you're reading,
0: or whoever.
2: Or, or whoever, yeah. But I, <laughs> I think that's the issue, is that uh, well, well, World's End Harem does just end up with a lot of...
0: Oh, I don't deny for a second World's End Harem is borderline hentai. I'm surprised they got away with it so much, especially considering, if I remember correctly, it's in Jump Plus. But uh, yeah, I like them both. I do want to buy both of them. I haven't bought World's End Harem yet or watched it, although I don't know if I'd watch it considering anime. Usually struggles a bit more when you're on the risque end of things. Uh, obviously i can't buy made in love sadly over here i would love it if it did get licensed but i don't think it would because of the uh inevitable backlash from idiots that it would get so in this case if it's like which one of the two did i enjoy more is probably made in love like it's nice and cutesy and wholesome and as much as i love like fan service series that go all in as it were rather than like say dragons rioting or U R are 008 which is like oh no i'm in a provocative pose whereas world's end harem is like now nah, they fuck or at least one of the characters fucks yeah i, I like them both but other two are probably Maiden in love i i'm disappointed that Maiden in love i can't buy I,
2: th- I think the big thing for me as well is like Maiden in love is something you just don't see a lot of yes that too. whereas well you might not be able to see exactly world's end harem there's probably several series out there which are similar enough. You could get your fit.
0: I mean, it's why the Last Man.
2: Sure. Go. I, ahead I porn suppose up. I was thinking more on the <laughs> fan service side of it. I yes, guess.
0: if I just focused on the porn, Phil, I could go to like N Hentai or something, and there you, you go. Know,
2: well,
3: I don't mean just focusing on the porn. I mean, which, 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 uh, which website? Just uh, say, <laughs> say, the, say the entire URL. Which website? Just so I just so I know.
0: The website is our next matchup, Mike. Do you want to dive into that one? No. Just direct yourself over to uh, www.aliceacademy.org. Hello. A.K.A. Takuin Alice. Written and drawn by Tachibana Higuchi. This is finished at 31 volumes. Tokyo Pop did do the first 16, although as we explored in the episode 30 at the time, good luck buying that because they went dead. There is a 26 episode anime, which is available in some regions on Crunchyroll. And there was at the time a GBA game, a PS2 game, and a DS game.
3: Yeah, this was one of those got weirdly popular, and you just don't yeah. know
0: why. Earlier on, uh, I said that there was a series I felt was as bad as Sword art Online in the art department, and this is it.
3: Yeah, because it's shit. <laughs> I do think, like, just from what I can remember, I do think Sword art Online was still worse.
0: Sword art Online is worse quality-wise, but I could tell what was going on in that, whereas in this time. I've got pheromones, which means there's, like, very light shading on some parts of the panel.
3: This was very much, like, I'm going to describe the entire plot right now. My Hero Academia, but worse.
0: Yes. I mean, that's a starting point. I I mean, I could describe a plot point where a professor uses pheromones to get a young 10-year-old girl, I think, into bed with him.
3: Yeah, that does happen.
0: That happens. There's nuance and, like, asterisks to it, but that is the cliff notes of...
3: That is literally what he's doing, yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, much like UR008, this girl essentially, not as blackmailed into going to the school, but essentially her blessed friend gets into the school and vanishes, and she never hears anything, so decides to go chase her down, find out what's happening, and in the process, also gets kind of inducted into this crazy school of wackos because she has the magical power of... Much like Toma from Index, Negation, which is famously easy to draw.
3: Her power is to turn off other people's powers, which is not, a, not an original idea. It's not. Uh, I believe I referenced the X-Men character a lot in that episode because it's the one I know.
2: Yeah, to be fair, while you said My Hero Academia, you could also just say X-Men.
3: Yeah, but this is more, the parallels were more, person wants to go to superhero school but can't, and then realize at the last minute they can. But yeah, it's, it's just not very good, much like most of the stuff we, we've covered in this show. It's just every time they try to use a new idea in this, it falls so flat because it leans towards the pointless of just adding in a bunch of fluff for the sake of it. For one thing, I don't even know why. When this kid runs away to this academy, which is in like a different city to where she lives, She's basically pulled inside by the man with pheromones and then isn't allowed to leave or contact the outside world. Yep.
0: So then you can meet this kid who steals your pants and... uh, Threatens to burn her hair off. Pretty much. And then oh, there's all these classes and these power ranking systems and you piss this teacher off so you're a zero star now even though your power is clearly great and just so much nonsense and bullshit.
3: So it's all pointless as well. Because they have a ranking system for no fucking reason. I mean, the, the idea behind it makes some sense. It's like you want to make sure you know which are the dangerous people and like, who can't necessarily control their powers. But if that's the case, why are they all in the same room together anyway? Like, it's completely irrelevant. Like, if you're in a different set at a British school, you don't suddenly, like, mix the lowest with the highest, you know? You teach them differently because they need to be taught differently.
0: <laughs> They, the way they split up powers is weird, and I can't remember what it was. But I remember they had like very arbitrary definitions.
2: Yeah, they did, yeah. But at the end of the day, you going to have arbitrary definitions.
0: I, I know, but it was like, say, like World of Darkness, for example, does a good job of splitting up its magics of like its categories of magic into ten pretty decent categories. Whereas this, it was more like transistory, or whatever the fuck it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was stuff like that. To get
2: pigeonholed by the fact that like oh yeah, we only have four houses. And it's like, okay, but why not just have more?
3: It's just a whole lot of, like, none of this is relevant, by the way. It's not like certain characters don't interact with each other because, like, the most famous thing that people can think of with, like, a school and houses is Harry Potter, I would assume. And so, with that in mind, yes, the people in those houses are mixed together, but they tend to only interact with people from their own house. (laughs) They don't tend to interact with other people.
0: Your, your star dictates your boarding school quality with whether you get to sleep on the streets. Or... God,
3: yeah. You can either have the most basic shit or live in the lap of luxury because you threaten to murder people.
0: Wait, this is the series where they invented bins that don't like rubbish. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Uh, that made me so mad. <laughs> I don't know why it made you that mad.
2: Like, it's yeah, you were but... weirdly offended by the bins.
0: Why would you invent a bin that doesn't want rubbish and is actively distressed by this. It was, like, silly, (laughs) but I didn't mind it. Oh, I don't know. No, they have to fight a teddy bear at one point. I think that was...
3: Yeah, like, (laughs) a lot of the plot points in this, I remember just go nowhere. Like, at all.
0: Well, the main plot seems to be more about the... Because it's a shoujo, weirdly. So the main plot is meant to be, like, the romance between the lead girl and the fire guy, but it really... I don't think
2: it's necessarily romance.
0: That's the thing. It does a really awkward job of... It doesn't really know what it is.
2: Like, relationship, sure. I don't know if I'd go as far as romance.
0: At the point, it says it's a shoujo, and it really doesn't feel like one at this stage. Not at all. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit.
3: (laughs) It's all bullshit. None of the plot points go anywhere. They really don't. And it's just sort of there. And I understand that it's meant to be about building relationships and stuff, but it doesn't do that very well either. In fact, as soon as she gets to the school, her super BFF forever... She's like, hey, what are you doing here? Go away.
2: Yeah, so not good. To be fair, I think a friend actually just straight up beats her up at times as well.
0: <laughs> yes. That does make it well.
2: Just like, no, no one's allowed to beat her up except me.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, one of those series. Well. One of those, yeah.
2: Nagatoro, is that you?
0: No, that Nagatoro's good. This certainly isn't. Indeed. But uh, is it better than what it's up against? That's the question. Is it up against Kissixis? Oh, no. It's up against the first series we covered this year, Black Summoner, aka Kuro no Shikanshi, from way back in episode 29. Written by Moyoi Dafu, art by Jin Amo. This is ongoing with 11 volumes of the manga, 15 volumes of the light novel. Uh, it's licensed by j Novel Club, which means you can get 6 volumes of the manga and 8 volumes of the light novel through them, but it's digital only. And there is an anime version airing next season, so summer 2022 you'll be able to watch the anime of Black Summoner.
3: I only remember one thing about this, and that one thing is that he has no reason to be called Black
0: Summoner. No, because he uses green magic. Green magic all <laughs> the time. I think
2: in the colored stuff or in trailer, you find out his robes are black. Yeah, he wears black clothes.
0: He's Kirito, got Yeah,
2: it. I, I think they're basically doing like a of online like, oh, it's the Black Swordsman because he wears a black cloak and it's just, oh, it's the Black Summoner because he He's a summoner who has a black cloak.
0: It's an isekai, and I rarely remember it being just. I asked for a bog standard isekai, and I got a bog standard isekai.
2: You did very specifically say, Phil, I want the neutral to be point, yeah. The most generic ass isekai.
0: I wanted to do a bit where I'd be like, oh, that's the end of year one, massive hype going into year two, and it's just standard isekai. <laughs>
3: I'm actually like just- because I legit didn't remember any of this. I'm just flicking back through the first few pages to try and shake something loose, and not only is it not really doing that, but within the first few pages, it's like Guy gets randomly isekai'd into another world. He's talking to the system, and he has stat blocks.
2: Even better, yeah. Guy wakes up and he's already been isekai'd in another world and doesn't remember anything. Very specifically, he has amnesia, Completely because pointless. <laughs> apparently, as part of the isekai process, he gave up his memories to get more abilities.
0: He cashed <laughs> them in for those sweet, sweet skill points.
2: Yes, quite literally. Because I think we then get a section of him picking his skills.
0: Yeah, you see that later And I think he'd essentially broken it. So, like, he put a lot of his magical v- isekai points towards breaking the skill points.
2: I, I pick all the skills that let me level up easier and get more skill points and blah blah blah. So it all—it's compound interest,
3: very much so. And like the first, at least the first chapter is literally just exposition. And yeah,
2: I, I think the one thing to note was apparently he proposed to the goddess that brought him over,
0: as you do something like that. Yeah, like one of the overarching goals is that you, they want to be able they to want summon to her, summon her,
2: world. but he can't. Cause yeah. He's too weak at the moment.
0: Yeah. And in fairness, his harem, we actually get some variety in a harem for once, because <laughs> this harem includes a slime, which doesn't transform into a human, a giant old, and like an old 50-year-old man-knight, and then there has to be a female, so the demon king's daughter, who, just to be confusing because the plot is about stopping the demon king coming back, she won't be the demon king, maybe, probably.
2: Yeah. I do vaguely remember this. Uh, you forgot the... And this is one thing I think we did go on for a while—the slavery, the elf.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the elf slavery. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, at the time, yeah, there's definitely issues to be had here because I remember he that they do bang, and there's lots of issues about what's consent and what's informed consent and all yes. that. But in the context of having seen redo of Hela, uh <laughs> like... yeah, yes.
2: Yes.
3: Let's me wrong. not use redo of Healer as, <laughs> as the bar.
2: As the bar. Yeah, like. I, I think this was something Sean said Like Black Sumner at least goes through the effort to show it, it is a somewhat more wholesome relationship.
3: Disagree.
0: Regardless of like, because the, there were, again, there was a big argument on consent in this one, but regardless of how you feel, this one does at least put lip service towards that, even if Mike can't remember that.
3: I, I'm I'm literally just skimming it right now. I, I don't remember none of this. Like, none of it. It's so generic. The art's not bad, though.
0: I mean, compared to Alice Academy, frankly. I mean,
3: sure, but I'm not comparing it to Alice Academy just yet.
0: But that was the point. Everything about Black Summoner was, it's fine.
3: Yeah, like, it's a straight 5 out of 10. (laughs) Like, all the way through. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) He he summons stuff, he wears black, he uses entirely green magic. I I remember suspecting they only called it Black Summoner because the word black sells better than the word green does in a title.
0: Oh god, yes, people people love that Kuro. So yeah, and that's about it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he kills someone at some point, if I remember correctly. Probably. And then they just never really address it. That's
2: one of the big things is he's obsessed with fighting. Yeah, yes. like check that one off when on you're being
3: Ah, oh,
0: yeah, he is phytosexual to use the TFS term.
2: Yep, even though it
3: makes no real sense, but okay. Sure. I
0: mean, it's a power fantasy Mike. it makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah,
2: yeah point yeah. point is we'll do anything for a good fight
0: yep and i gotta say for me it, it i mean no shit i'm voting black Summoner because i'd actually <laughs> i would consider if there was physical releases of black Summoner, i would consider it because i actually thought it was okay like it has a lot of to it but it i like some of the characters in this a lot more than say other things we've done but uh Frankly, a painful shit's better than ass academy. So uh, I vote for Black Summoner. <laughs> a painful shit because at least you get relief afterwards. Tell me I'm wrong, Mike. I'm not going to.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Black Summoner is fine. It's absolutely fine. It is very, very generic, and as such, it's really hard to gain any sort of real emotional connection to the characters or anything, and what's actually happening. Him being a phytosexual is. Definitely, is definitely like a generic thing on top of it, and you just know that everything's is just, just going to be one generic scene after another, another because of that. And on the one hand, I actually kind of remembered Alice Academy because it made me so goddamn angry. It left an impression. It definitely left an impression. Like I, I, I remember what Alice Academy looked like because it was so bad at art and story was so bad and. And the powers were nonsensical and, yeah, I'm choosing Black Summoner. (laughs) Because, fuck Alice Academy, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Essentially there, nothing beats Alice Academy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Zero is better than minus (laughs) ten. There you go. Minus two, Mike. Get it right. (laughs) Uh, In jokes. Phil! (laughs) Uh, Go on, you got no pressure now.
2: I do have no pressure. I wasn't as Disfavourable on Alice Academy as the two of you say are outside of the the abstract pheromones and nullification. I didn't have any massive issue with the art. The general premise was fine, not super original by any means. To say it's basically proto My Hero Academia. Certain people with special abilities going to school. As we say though the added, no one knows these abilities exist outside of government officials or whatever. Yeah, it's dumb. Yes, I know you in particular took massive offence to that part, Mike. It was real dumb. I didn't have that issue because... Uh, whatever. Like, uh, it's one of those hand-wavy things like, sure, it's a secret. Doesn't bother me that much. I don't find it offensive that they're keeping it as... Is- and then, yeah, Black Summer is fine. It is a thing that exists. It's alright. But you you say... I think I'm probably going to go Black Summoner myself. Yeah. The art is definitely better. Definitely. So I don't have any particular issue with the Alice Academy one, but yeah, the, the art in Black Summoner definitely better. Generally, I prefer more fast-paced series.
0: Generally, you prefer Isakai.
2: Generally, I prefer Isakai, sure. Yeah, Black Summoner.
0: There we go. And that brings us on to our final matchup of round one. Oh, it's and... coming going from the first series we covered to the last series we covered. So, Kiss Excess by Bo Ditama. This is finished at 25 volumes. It's not been licensed. There are two 12-episode animes, one anime, one OVA, but to my knowledge, they're both unstreamable. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Mike, this is your fault. It's shit. You made us do this. <laughs> this is you chose fault. this.
3: Yeah, okay. Like, I don't want to go over this too much, we literally did it in the last episode, but this is just shit.
0: I mean, have your opinions matured in the past week? No, if anything, <laughs> I'm angrier. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like, it, the premise is stupid. The way they go about the premise is stupid. It's weirdly abusive all the way through, and it accomplishes nothing. That's it. That's the quickest way I can say it
0: if for whatever reason you've only decided to listen to this episode, not the one from last time, uh, yeah, Kiss Exist, as it pretty much implies, is about a uh, brother and his two sisters and their quest to...
3: step sisters.
0: Fuck. As whatever.
3: Yeah, okay, this is the thing, though. It's like, yes, they are not related by blood. As
0: Yeah, it's got the same asterisks that so many of these series have. They're not. It's okay, wink.
3: Uh, yes, but this
2: is very upfront with it, I think, is the big difference.
3: This is the thing we focus on. Like, it's literally, physically okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not technically okay. It's actually okay. That and in the world of
0: this fight. show, it's, it's actively encouraged, frankly. Like, the biggest concern is that legally you can't marry two people. Not, you yeah. know,
3: the The creep hundred. factor on this is everything else surrounding it. The fact that they definitely consider each other siblings first, lovers second. Everyone encourages them, adults and everything.
0: Their parents, their teachers, every everyone is on board with them fucking.
3: And it's just closet porn. Like, it's just fetish after fetish after fetish.
0: It doesn't go as far as Worlds and Tarum does, but it's not far behind.
3: I don't know, I think it actually goes further than that. Like, granted, there's no. never any open and Tarim, set. and
0: you see the boobie.
3: No, no, you do, yeah. Like, you never see any active pornography so to speak in the traditional sense but you have the piss fetish chapter you have the foot fetish chapter like they clearly cover these things
0: you see them straight up orgasm at one point
3: yes Uh, there's the one where there is just straight up incest yeah there's just a straight up incest episode with the two sisters so i don't want to discuss that any further because you know we've already been here for four and a half hours listen to our last episode it's shit (laughs) like it's it's gross and it's ultimately if you somehow divorce it from the grossness it's just a shit story
0: so yeah
3: it's going to be a tough time for kiss Exist to win this category let's put it
0: that way the one positive i'll say about kiss Exist, which i did say in those last episode at least it shoots for the fences i guess in the fantasy <laughs> it's better to lean in than not even if that's <laughs> not necessarily for the best in the context but uh, yeah, it—it's Mike said it's gonna have a hard time losing. Do you do you know what it's up against, Mike? Could you put it together? No, I can't remember. Pull
2: oh, it in. God, my eyes immediately locked at it, and I do remember. Oh fuck me!
0: You know what's coming because it's up oh. against Subasa. You're my killer match, aka Subasa Chan, Kiriwa Machingo Shita Honor, Wa Satu-jinki.
2: aka everyone's a fucking dumbass.
0: Maren-chan <laughs> by Riona Fukuoka. This was discontinued after 23 chapters because the uh, mangaka had poor health and it's not been licensed an anime. I couldn't find out anything about if they've recovered since we cried the episode, but again, T's and P's as it were, and here's hoping that they are feeling a lot better than they were at the time when this had to be cancelled.
3: So, with no memory of this manga whatsoever, and knowing full well what I might be signing up to when I say this,
2: this one wins.
0: (laughs) So Phil, do you remember this one? I do. Yeah. So we read all of this for the show because again there were twenty three chapters, and uh, yeah, this is the weird. Oh fuck! Even I'm trying to remember it now.
2: Oh no, I do it's remember. It's not this. like a who done it as such.
0: <laughs> no, I totally
3: remember.
2: Conspiracy theory esque,
3: kind of. Yeah, this was the stupid like day. He's contacting a girl complaining on like a dating app,
2: and then she kills. God, like, yeah, because he's, like,
3: bitching about the people bullying him or something. And
2: and it turns out she's probably the person that was sentenced for a bunch of murders a few years ago.
3: Yeah, but, like, somehow no one knows what she looks like or some shit. But was she?
0: Because there was a fool guy, maybe.
2: Yeah, but then it's like, oh, maybe it's this person. Oh, maybe it's this person. Maybe they're working. And it's just... <sighs>
0: Our protagonist believes whoever spoke to him last so is like, oh yeah. man, maybe it's this person, or oh, you can't trust that one. Like, you're right, maybe I can't. And then meets up with that person and be like, what are you on about? Like, that person's really suspicious. It's these people you want to be looking at. And like, yeah. And this repeats itself throughout the um, entire run.
2: The big issue is he should just call the fucking police.
3: Yes, I definitely remember that now. Yeah, like,
2: like at no point do they think, hey, let's call the police
3: let's take all this evidence as people are being actively killed around them let's take everything we've gathered that the police haven't and not tell them about it let's just let more people die because us in our capacity as teenagers
0: are clearly equipped to stop this i mean you've played persona Four golden that's how that works
2: (laughs) and then when the police do turn up, he's like no i don't trust
1: him
3: yeah he like actively hides shit from the police And like, you you mocked me, well, you mocked me, you you made a joke there of that's what they do in Persona 4. At least in Persona 4, Golden, it's like supernatural shit. In this, it's just a person murdering people.
0: Yes. (laughs) That's all it is. And then, oh man, how could we get her out of hiding? I know, I'm going to pretend to be really into you and to make out with you and all that so I can drag her out of hiding because she'll be so madly jealous in that (laughs) moment. And you see her, you see a character with a knife behind their back being like, oh no. And then he's like, no, what would she think? And that snaps her (laughs) to her senses. So she flees and like, oh no, I would have never made out with you, God. Idiot, backer. (laughs)
3: Wasn't this the manga that also had the series of, like, it was a plot point that you couldn't, nobody's seen her face before, the killer's face, because the one time someone got a good look at her, one of their eyes got hurt or something. So they couldn't see on the right hand side of them, even though they were looking directly at the person.
0: (laughs) It's not how eyes work. That that exactly did happen. They couldn't see them for weird bullshit. It's all weird bullshit. It
3: was all real That was just the
2: series in general.
0: The entire episode was how do you straddle the line between we hope you feel better soon, but your manga was shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, do something else. Don't come back to this. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I remember it was a lot of just like, this isn't good. And uh, I think the phrase was, yes, got cancelled because the mangaka got sick, but it's also probably for the best. (laughs) Because you, you do not want to be working through an illness on this. Like, this is not what you want to be spending, what is probably your very limited energy. But, like, d- don't spend it on this. This is bad. You did a thing, you had an idea, don't do more of it. Yeah. Having said that, still beats Kiss KissXS. <laughs> <laughs> and you voted for this, so
0: yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, uh, just just still to...
3: d- it's not even a hard thing. Like, I'm not, I don't even regret my choice. Wow, okay. I hated KissXS. <laughs> it was horrendous. You did. It was. Oh, it was the worst.
0: Shall I go next? <laughs> go sure. On. Then. Okay. Sebastian so Chan is absolute shite. Kiss X S is <laughs> reprehensible, but I admire its tenacity in swinging for the fences. <laughs> and I'd much rather you reach for the ceiling, even if that ceiling should be a shotgun that knocks you back down. <laughs> so I guess because there's a universe where Horny Slazo could read more of Exis, but there's no (laughs) universe where I want to read more of Sabasa-chan. So, uh, Exis gets my vote. Yeah! We hit the Grand
2: Blue of the season. (laughs) No, I I don't think it is, because you regretted voting for Grand Blue pretty much straight away.
3: I mean, yes I regret
0: voting for (laughs) KissXS! Yeah, Yeah,
2: no, because you're not... You're happy to vote for it in this instance.
0: Happy is happy is yeah. not the word I would <laughs> use. You know, you know full
2: well what I mean though. The point is
0: I'm resigned to voting for it. <laughs> yes. You've got
2: to vote for one of these two, and of these two, you have no qualms voting for Kiss Excess over Sebastian.
1: No, I have a lot okay, I have All lots of qualms. qualms. But uh
2: Picking this one over the other is nah. the point. Whereas Grand Blue, Mike was kind of immediately like, I don't know if I should have done that.
3: <laughs> I don't regret voting for Grand Blue. In the same way that Sean doesn't really regret picking Kissexis. <laughs> but we're all going <laughs> to think he's weird for it. I, I regret nothing. Zip. Unless his thought is now being validated by Phil's
0: choice.
1: Ooh,
0: Imagine the... if it and Sword Art Online get through round one.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, dear. So, yeah, which, which final turn gets through into round two, Phil? <laughs> which one gets flushed?
2: I'm going to vote. The kiss, excess.
1: Ow!
2: Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it again. <laughs> because you can say it's reprehensible, disgusting, whatever. I I could read it.
1: It's coherent.
2: It was coherent. Whereas Sebastian I was just like, I, th- "There's no point even <laughs> trying to understand it because next chapter it's all going to fucking change, <laughs> and the chapter after that it'll change again." It, it was just a. There's no point trying to pick apart anything because it all just a horrible tangled mess of people doing stuff and it changing every chapter and who you can trust and who you can't trust. And the only reason we know who we can trust and who we can't trust is because of that person saying who you can trust and who you can't trust with no evidence to back it up.
3: While I accept all of your points and most, if not all of them, are entirely correct.
2: <laughs> but it doesn't have the incest, yes.
3: If I was faced with two manga and they were like, read one of these, death is not an option. (laughs) I would say, are you sure? Like seven times and read the one that doesn't make sense over that. So...
0: Well, we know where our priorities are.
3: (laughs) We finally found the thing that differentiates all of us.
0: Uh, Coherence at any cost.
2: (laughs) I I mean yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and that brings round one to a close so oh, to, finally. to to recap this thankfully won't be this long in the edit results shikamori beats U R are double oh eight so i'm a spider beats world trigger claymore beats fighting for the heavens asher purgatory beats dragon rioting space mercenaries beats redo of heather at least one of the absolute trash things went out hmm. sword art online beats uh, spider monster invisible man beats Kumi. Slime beats House Husband. Maiden in Love beats World and Hara, Black Summoner beats Alice Academy. And somehow, someway, KissXS beats Tsubasa-chan. They will all make it through to round two, along with our five buys, which we will discuss in the next episode, which will be going live in our off week. So next week. So make sure you tune in then. As always, you can follow Mike, twitch.tv slash to see him. Probably still trying to do inscription. Got to go fast. And yes. the rate some of us are accumulating channel points, probably whatever uh, some of us are going to cash our wins in on next. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll be on Persona 3 by that point. Maybe. I can't remember. Is that next or is Grandia next? No, that's next. That's next. So probably Persona 3 at this point. You can follow Phil at Fanaxkian for absolutely no content. Uh, you can follow me at Slazer King to hear my rants about gachas and probably at this point lamenting the end of Dragadia Lost. Podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast, or oh, of course, do forget to subscribe to us on all the various platforms: uh, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, to be notified the moment our second half goes live, so you can find out exactly who will be crowned the trashest manga friends and which series will get the honour of being not actually trash. Will it be Kiss Exis? Will it be Sword Art Online? Both still no. in the running. No, they'll be going no. out in round two. Who are we kidding? But uh. Thank you very much for listening. Any closing thoughts from either of you? Only that if Kissexis fights
3: Sword Art Online in the next round, that's... <laughs> I, I might actually take Let the Let me just option.
0: swap the bracket.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, so not to the extent of last year, the Grambling. but I hope Kissexis goes the distance. <laughs> what can I say? I like betting on the Dark Horse.
0: I'll find out for yourselves
1: next time.